This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. All right, we live. All right, we live, man. Let's, uh, let's knock this P-Valley in and cultural shit out first. Uh, oh, this is appropriate. Hold up. Strippers. Mike Will Bands and make her dance. 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 All these cheeks popping pussy. I'm just popping bang. Bands and make her dance. Bands and make her dance. These cheeks clapping and they ain't using hands. Bands and make her dance. Bands and make her dance. All these cheeks popping pussy. I'm just popping bang. Bands are make her dance. Bands are make her dance. These chicks clap, let's get it. And they ain't using hands. Short her like me alone. Loose one, she don't need a loan. She start twerking when she hear a song. Strip up all her income. We get trippin' and then some. So nasty when she rollin'. She put that ass off in my hands. I remote control it. She give me down when the roof gone. At the KOD, she leave with me. She got friends. Bring three, I got drugs. Yeah, ho. Bands will make her dance. Will something make them dance? Cause yeah, I always thought it was dope that Rihanna had the same song. Yeah, yeah. Like at the pull same it up, time, pull it up. Like, <laughs> like that's hard. That super dog. dope. Um, what'll make them dance on P Valley? Cause they will not strip on this motherfucker. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey gang, <laughs> <laughs> the gang. <laughs> hey man, yeah, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode two fifty one yeah. of this week in culture. I'm your host, Ann Wood, aka Trinidad, and aka the Forty God, and one half of the culture. And I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, one half of the culture, one half of everything. I'm mad that I just turned "Hey Gang" no. into something different because <laughs> that ain't what he was doing. <laughs> that's at not all. what it means. But what up, though? Hey, and this week we bring to y'all the uh, episode, I believe. Six review. I might be off on the ep count, but who's counting? Um, of P Valley on stars. Before we get to that, want to thank the listeners, the supporters, everybody who fucking with us. Want to thank Dame and Cheyenne again for pulling up on us last week and getting their ass beat real quick. I legit have not heard anybody say that they did a remote. No, they made job. one of the worst cases for Belly being a bad movie I've ever seen. But they stepped in here with two niggas who do this. Come on, son. That we do this every niggas week. Niggas like, yo, when they gonna start talking bad about the man? <laughs> we had to tell them to say something bad. Yeah, I'm like, yo, Cheyenne, say something about T boss because she wouldn't. <laughs> like, on um, further review, upon further review, yeah, man, T boss. Whatever people don't like about this movie is because of T boss. Yeah, the yeah. only quote unquote bad acting is when she's on screen. Yeah, shout out to her. I, I'm not trying yeah, to no, no, disparage no. her, um, but. but like, I had an issue with T-Boz well before Belly, because her voice was deeper than mine when I was young, and I ain't like that. The yeah, no, I couldn't I couldn't hit them notes in the car with my mom, and I ain't really like ones her. I could hit. Nigga, I couldn't do nothing with it, dog. So, off that, me and T-Boz already had smoke. Then she came in Belly and apparently fucked it up for everybody, because... Um, it made Nas even awkwarder. Yeah, yeah. But, like... Other than that, like scenes with Tommy Fam. and uh, well Nas and DMX, yeah, yeah, yeah. scenes yeah. with it stay regular as hell. Fam, 
you everything can't, is regular except her. And, and I'm not talking to nobody specifically, Cheyenne, but you can't sit up and tell me that fucking uh, state, state property, property is one of your ones. No. <laughs> and Belly ain't one of your twos, nigga, because it got to be, dog. Math ain't mathin'. Come on, man. Math um, ain't mathin'. But salute to the family for pulling up on this, man. We definitely got to do some more of those. Um, get, the, get the homies in here and rock. Shout out to Verge. We got to get my dog up here and talk about something, too, man. Um, and thank you to everybody that listened to that. I know that was a little off the beaten path, but if y'all been fans of this pod, we've been rocking for a long time, and we've been saying we was going to do that belly review for a long fucking time. So that was Yo, a fun throwback, throwback reviews is coming back. Throwback reviews is definitely on their way back, and they coming in a big way, but we got more about that uh, coming up, coming up. What else is going on in the culture? Let me see. Um, oh, I don't know if I said this. I might have if I didn't. Or if I'm repeating myself, pardon me, but um, meant to say rest in peace, Jack Knight. Uh, Jack Knight is one of the writers and stars of Bust Down, which was on Peacock. Um, he's also a writer on Sam J's HBO Max show and was just a real talented comedian, man. 28 years old, um, passed a couple mm. weeks ago from uh, suicide. So um, if... You remember Bust Down like the the super crazy. You know the dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the wildest one on there. <laughs> um, real funny dude, man. He got some. Uh, I think he got a Comedy Central special that's out and available to stream. He also got a lot of content on YouTube as well. And uh, he was just on his way, man. Was really doing his thing. Talented comedian. Just wanted to say rest in peace to him, man. Cause that shit fucked me up. And I hate that when I first heard he died a couple weeks ago. Initially they ain't say nothing, but I was like, man, I. I go straight to suicide when I hear a comedian die that young. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's something with real funny, real talented comedians who end up passing. It's something about how how, uh, how comedians process emotion and how they deal with emotion. Yeah, and they yeah. get it out through on the stage. But sometimes, that's sometimes it ain't enough, man. Um, and you know, you you think about somebody young like Jack Knight. He's 28, but then you think about somebody like Robin Williams, nigga. Like, I was on top of the world. I was literally the genie. You know what I'm saying? Like, my career was established. My legendariness was established. I've been in Oscar-winning films. Like, my career was amazing, and I still had these demons. So, um, something that's hard to shake, man, but kudos and respect to um, to all your favorite comedians because not all of them are laughing for real at the shit that they talk about. So, just want to say rest in peace to Jack Knight, man. Um, speaking of comedians, we had some legendary shit happen up in New York this weekend. Side note, was that it? Um, I'm just reading up on on Jack Knight. Yes, yeah. I guess he he's been dealing with uh, he was struggling with cancer. Oh wow, didn't read that. Did uh, not know that. And some suggest that that may be the reason that he did it. Yeah, yeah. damn man, that's. Uh, and if if that's the case, I don't. I can't confirm it. But if that's, I the mean, case, that's just some shit on the internet. It's too, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But it's like, man, that make you think. Like I, you know, do. If it was the inevitable, which I'm guessing in that case it sounds like it was, and it's like, all right, if it was Am I inevitable. Tripping or did you hear like beating or thumping? Or I heard something, but I couldn't tell if it was just like something coming through the headphones. Yeah. Man. Um, but yeah, dog, if it's like if that was the case, and it was you know maybe he was terminal or something, was he just doing it sooner than later, or I mean, like, you know, do you ride it out like Chadwick and just silently you know go out in the glory, man? It's kind of wild either way. Um. But it ain't good, man. Twenty eight years old, too young to die. Even if it was 
related to a terminal cancer. <laughs> like, that's 28, bro. Like, you ain't lived your life yet, man. Why they got Michael Carmichael picture on here? It's wild. <laughs> it's wild that his picture's on this article. How many times he come up? I seen three different specials where he came up. Oh shit! Like, I only did, seen the one the Rothaniel joint. He did on the Breakfast Club. He said he had he kissed a man on the Breakfast Club. I vaguely remember that interview. And yeah. then like one of these shows about a year and a half, two years ago, he said he was bisexual. Mm. And then like the like I guess niggas wasn't hearing him enough. Yeah, yeah. It was like so I told go on and give you the special. Like damn, three of these bitches. I actually wasn't mad at his special though. A lot of people ain't feel it. I actually thought that shit was kind of poignant. Like I know it wasn't like funny, but I don't think it was meant to be funny. <laughs> like only, only Dave can get away with not. Well, he his not his telling speech. jokes. Yeah, yeah, or not telling traditional jokes. Because yeah. um. Yeah, that definitely, that Rothaniel joint was not traditional at all. I had some funny moments, similar to Dave, actually, where it was like, he yeah. said some shit that probably shouldn't have been funny, and I laughed hard as fuck, but it was like, nah, this is, he just up here talking to niggas. I enjoyed it, dog. Somebody in the, in the This Week in Culture group, a couple weeks ago, I can't remember who said it. Yeah. They was like, y'all, uh, like, he was up next or some shit. Yeah. I was like, up next to do what? I mean, shit, nigga already had a show, had a few seasons. Cause he went against Dave. He he said like, "Oh, I remember the the quote um saying that Dave Chappelle career is like tied to trans jokes or some shit like that." That's not because him. It's because of you. And not you, per yeah, se, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Um, but also that's not what Dave's career <laughs> is like. We're 30, not gonna remember him for that. It's been like, thirty years. Yeah. Today. Nah. Like, we remember Dave for a lot of other shit uh, before the recent shit. But that said, New York caught. Some Dave this weekend, along with uh, Kevin Hart and Chris Rock at their show at the Garden. Man, I wish I would have been there. Bro, I would have threw up. Like, I already knew from a few months ago when Kevin Hart and uh, Chris Rock announced that some of the shows on each of their tour would cross over. So I knew, like, all right, the Detroit tour, we ain't getting that. But I knew it was some cities like L.A. and and New York that would get that. But I never thought they was going to bring Dave out there. Like, come on, what a surprise in the Garden, nigga. And Kev gave, um... Kevin Hart, I'm sorry. Kev gave Chris Rock a goat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then them niggas took a picture with it. I'm like, you gotta bring, you gotta bring a three headed goat, bro. Because well, really, really just one and give it to Dave. But that's yeah, nah. But people, it's arguments whether who. Well, that's the thing. Everybody on that fucking stage can make a case. One hundred percent. Because Kev numbers is just like nigga. Chris Rock just had a whole weekend of sold-out shows at the Garden. When he comes to Detroit, he's at the Fox. Three of them. Not shitting on the Fox, but the Fox in the Garden is a little different in the fucking capacity. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Kristen, the Fox is where most comedians come in Detroit. Kristen went on a world tour. Come, oh, that's a fact. Oh, My nigga, a HBO Africa. special yeah. world tour. Kristen done his his he venues, did his stadiums. But he did his 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 arenas. Kev, the only one who's done football stadiums. And sold them out, nigga. That nigga sold out the fucking Eagle Stadium three times else? in a weekend. Because I'm fairly sure Dave can send that bitch out. Because like Dave did like ten shows. At, I mean, uh, Dave could for sure go to because Kev from Philly, uh, Dave from DC, he or Ohio. Insert place here though. Yeah, he he could sell out I a did fucking 10 arena. Shows at uh, what's the shit with the with the rock with the Rockettes be uh, in New York? The um um fuck. The shit in the yeah 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 I know you talk like about. ten of them bitches yeah now that's a lot like ten it's like Rockefeller something yeah. so I know what you talking about yeah 10? um yeah it's a lot it's a fucking lot yo that's a t- I mean and then we already know 
the the cachet that Chris Rock is carrying around with him right now. So you talking about three niggas who could really put some numbers up when they feel like putting numbers up. So for them to bring Yo. Dave out as the surprise, that's crazy. Speaking dog. of goats and What's whites, that? uh <laughs> 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 Yo, shout out to Andrew Schultz though. Respect to the white guy. Uh, I fuck with Schultz, right? Right. And uh he shot his special. He he sold a special to one of these streaming networks. Uh-huh. Um you know, he's been on this independent grind. He 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 like super duper blue during uh COVID. Yeah. And from the YouTube, then yep. Netflix gave him a uh took basically his YouTube show and then put that shit he on sold Netflix. Sold it to him, yeah, yeah. Um and then he did a special and then the the, the suits at the streaming company said, yo, we gotta take some of these jokes out. Mm. Because in the wake of Dave Chappelle we can't say some of this shit. Mm. And he was like, nah, I'm not changing it. I'll buy it back from you. Mm. Uh, bought it back from him. That's a boss move right there. Uh, they sold it back to him. And then he released it online for two weeks only last Sunday. And uh, on his website, yeah, uh, for $14.99, tripled his money. <sighs> tripled his money. It's only available for two weeks. He's been doing this independent shit for for. Long time for bro. for a minute and yeah. with the comedy space and like you gotta respect it because when yeah. when people don't want you you go do it on your own. So speaking of that, because you walked me into one of my notes, Monique finally coming to Netflix. She coming back home. Coming back home. Her special to be produced. Or no no no. Pardon me. She's coming back to Netflix and also doing a Lee Daniels project. Um, her special won't be produced by Lee Daniels. That's home. So let me not say that. This is home. The the home that she told was trash and racist and sexist. She said specifically, she coming back home. They discriminated her because I'm black mm, and, and I'm, I'm a, a woman. woman. And you calling that home? Yeah. I really dislike when niggas cry about their oppressor and then run straight back to don't them walk that. With don't open walk arms. that back. I dis- don't. Dislike I mean, did a whole promo video letting us know. Hey, but you know what though. And told y'all to stop fucking with him. You know what, though? Because I love us for real. I'm looking for the special. Because here's the thing. It might stream. It might get some numbers. What's he that? But is it going to be funny? Because you ain't told a joke in a lot of years. Well, those two different things. Yeah. Right. Whether it's funny or not is one thing. That's a whole other situation. But I'm just talking about in general. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's not necessarily attached to her specifically. I just hate... How we love our pressure so much. Mm-hmm. We hate them so much, but then as soon as they give us what we want, it's like, yo, But yes. you talking about Andrew Schultz is what made me think about it because outside of it being in my notes. Um, but because for the however many years this has gone on where she had a beef with Netflix and a lawsuit and a beef with Lee Daniels and Tyler Perry and Oprah and Steve Harvey and all these motherfuckers she had a beef with, for all this time, we've been saying, yo, why don't you do your own thing? Oh, why don't side, you do your own special? Side note. He went to all them networks, uh-huh. Netflix, and they would not buy his shit. Yeah. They wouldn't give yeah. it to him. So then he went on the road and shot and his own. And put it on YouTube. He, he shot his own. He did like six different sets in one mm-hmm. night. And he put on it on on YouTube. And then they, someone came back and offered to buy the one. And he tried to sell him for a million dollars. You like, know what that was, though? He proved his value. His value wasn't perceived. He went and put it on YouTube and then showed you the numbers. So then he was like, well, look. I did this shit, the same particular special. I did this shit a year ago mm-hmm. um, and tried to sell it to you. 
A year later, after I didn't build my bus, you're trying to sell it to me for a million. Yeah. I'm worth more than what I'm what I was yeah. before. Because a year so ago, you, you could have got give the million. Me a million dollars. Yeah. So the alleged value of one of them joints was like three mil, uh, and whatever. But like yeah. one year later, this shit worth two million. Like, come on, bro. I'm not doing. The price of the bag went up, nigga. The, yesterday's price is not the same. All that shit y'all niggas was saying a few months ago. Shot the special himself, though. Yeah, but that's with what the, I'm saying. Well, all the same crew of the niggas who on this podcast with him. Look, right? look at who, how the, the difference in this shit goes. And this ain't no male, female. This ain't no white or black. This is literally if I come to you and you don't offer me what I think I'm worth, then I'm going to go do it myself and show you I was worth more. That's what uh, Nigga. the Phoenix Suns did to DeAndre Ayton. Literally. They was like, he wanted a max contract. He was like, no, my nigga, you can't. No. Now, you want a restricted free agency. So if anybody out there think you worth what you think you are, we'll match it. Let them get it. But yep. you're going to have to show me what you worth on the open market. Come first. on. Come on. And Because we're not just handing you a bag. I know that's happening in the NBA, but you ain't getting this bag from our fucking front management, dog. Like, our you front got- office ain't doing it. You gotta show me. Then somebody offered it. Like, oh, fine, fuck it. We'll, we'll match. match. That's your real value. And that here was the thing we always said, and we got killed for it sometimes. Yo, Monique, go out there, do your own thing, and show them niggas what your numbers would be if you do a special. Show them niggas how funny people think you are. But she never did that. She just complained. And now she coming back. Yeah, I hate her going back to the quote oppressor. I'm not gonna call Netflix the oppressor. Her, her yeah, these oppressor. is her words. Her words. Um, and I hate she's going. Well, I don't hate. Any of this shit Cause hey Go to Netflix But my thing was Four years ago Go to Netflix Go fuck with Lee Daniels again But my thing was Hey stop shitting on Lee Daniels Who could get you on some shit again Cause you ain't been working Well guess what You know what I'm saying If Lee Daniels Was so fucking evil And blackballed you all these years Why the fuck you working with him again Come on Cause maybe he wasn't It ain't got nothing to do with the white Like if Lee Daniels and Oprah was your oppressor Come on. And they fucked your career up And it was did so much bad shit for you Why you fucking with them again? Because it ain't like Because it wasn't th- Like how much of She a- wanted an mm. apology from Lee Daniels And a few months ago She got one publicly Hugged her Walked her off the stage And now you finna be working with the nigga Okay was he that evil Or did you just want him to apologize For whatever y'all beef was? Because whatever he did to you also got you that Oscar that you tout as one of the reasons for you to be able to get that fucking Netflix deal you wanted. Like, I don't don't get it. And now you want to work with him, and I hope it's a good project. My thing is, though, stop walking back this shit like it's cute. Stand on what you're saying, how you move, or admit, yo, you know what? I might have been in the wrong on that. Because you can do one or the other, but you can't do both. You can't silently tell niggas, or I'm sorry, loudly tell niggas, yo, we not fucking with Netflix, they racist, they sexist, they this, was, they that. It's the Gucci boycott. Come on, man. Yo, come we going to boycott Gucci for one quarter. Nigga, if you don't man, get the fuck out of come here. Come on, come on. Hey, Floyd, Ver- Floyd voice, I'm going to Gucci, nigga. <laughs> like, I'm going to Gucci. Because <laughs> that's really how y'all niggas move. Y'all boycott some shit Fake as hell It'd be phony as hell It'd be silent as hell Cause you really ain't boycotting this shit And here's the thing I never was gonna boycott I'm Netflix to, I'm about to boycott Netflix Cause I don't wanna well, pay I'm gonna this boycott Netflix no Cause more. they not earning the 20 You're not earning Cause no here's more, the thing nigga. You gonna need Monique About 10 more Kevin Hart Some Daves I need a lot more Than the comedy specials On Netflix bro Yo let me look Let me show you about this Comment I saw on uh, On Facebook today Uh It said, damn, I just fucking missed it. He said, yo, Tubi then took Netflix, took next Netflix, that word. Yep. 
uh, spot. He was like, shit, nigga, we grew up with commercials. I'm a straight. <laughs> when was that bitch free? And they got Detroit content and they got regular shit. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Bro. Shout out to Tube. And then pe- I saw the people comment. It's just a regular nigga that on, yeah. on my actual timeline. Um, and then I saw people timing, chiming in and speak. I'm like, Bro, oh, this digital land space changes quickly. Man. Here's the thing, dog. Tubi got a lot of shit. Some of it is not the greatest. Some of that shit is entertaining as fuck. Guess what? Netflix got a lot of shit. Some of that shit ain't the greatest. Some of that shit is entertaining as fuck. I'll be honest, dog. Most of the shit on Netflix you don't watch. Come on now. You watch three, four shows. You watch what they tell you to watch, and then you watch the three or four shows on there that you regularly turn on to be in the background. You go to sleep to. Other than that, you looking at the top 10 to see what the new hot shit is this week. And that's fine. Ain't nothing wrong with it. But for 20 a month, Netflix going to need to come stronger than that. And they keep putting... Oh, shit. Here we go. Uh, Tubi might have just stepped over Netflix officially now. Uh, you ever heard of some shit called Dirty the Dirty D on there? Yeah. Shout out to the homie um, Mina Monroe on the socials. Apparently, I ain't going to say her government. Everybody but in this, everybody in yeah. this, on this, in this thread say that shit is the shit. Yeah. So nah, I'm, I'm uh, fucking with it. My, my, my friend, my real friend for a long fucking time is one of the stars of that show. Um, it actually is entertaining as fuck. And if you're a fan of anything I've ever suggested niggas to watch on All Black... You can go watch the Dirty D right now because it's it's in line with that where it's just good entertaining TV, dog. Somebody said I definitely watch Tubi more than Netflix. The series Dirty D is good, man. Tubi has me in a headlock for about two weeks now. Yeah, yeah they be up there. I love Tubi. Crazy how Tubi make you not even give a fuck about ads no more. Uh, man, been Here's on Tubi heavy. Not only do they have a ton of Detroit movies that they got a lot of hits and shit for free. So this is just a regular people having yeah. a regular conversation. Clearly, Tubi doing the fucking thing. Tubi got a lot of free shit going on. Um. Also, something else that I just got on that's free and has a lot of content. It ain't necessarily all cultural content of Detroit, but it's a lot of fucking good content. The Roku app. Nigga, I never had the Roku app because I thought it was something you needed the Roku box for. Fam, that app got so much shit on there. I was Uh, watching the fuck out of Roku the other night. Ads like a motherfucker. I ain't care. I'll say this, and it's probably too much. What's that? But just how we was talking about niggas doing it themselves and Andrew and doing all this stuff. Yeah. It's very easy to get your own network on no, on Roku. Mm. I'll leave it at that. Mm. Mm. It, you can have your own channel. Come on. Come on. So, what, what what's team. happening? Come on. I, I'm just saying I got a team. I mean, hold up, nigga. This motherfucker stinks the game, dog. I, nigga you know said he got a team. Nigga. Wheels is in motion. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Wheels is in motion. Nigga. I know we just signed a deal, but... I need my advance on the next one too. They know I'm gonna be around. And I done told y'all yeah. a few times. These are some Miro gone. Cause I got a really big team and they need some really big rings. Mm. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. All right, let's see what else we got going on in the culture this week. Um, oh, you watched the uh Black Panther teaser trailer? Uh I did. How you feeling about it, dog? Conflicted. Mm. Trailer looks fire. Trailer looks fucking amazing. I'm just conflicted about the story I just hope it's good You gotta I don't even Like Did Ryan Coogler do this again? Yep Okay I wanted to make sure he was back Because yep. I knew uh, Michael B. Jordan ain't in it Or who ain't in it Somebody ain't in it Daniel, Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya That's who we just announced Ain't in it Yeah yeah Um, No I want the story to be really good I mean they bring in Namor From my understanding They probably yep. been in Doctor Doom yep. Uh, Like it's It's moving forward But it's like I'm also conflicted to your point. Six um, years too. It's four to five years too early. 
it's way early. Yo, and I really wish y'all interneters would stop saying, yo, if you got a problem with Shuri being Black Panther, then clearly you ain't familiar with the comic book. Yeah, I am, and that's why that's we're saying reason. it's too early. Like, literally, that's it's it's like, a storyline and a plot to get there. Yeah, it's, it, it's so him much dying stuff. after the first one was not the plot to get her to become off camera. Come on, come on. There was a very big fucking reason that she became Black Panther. We're aware of it. That's for like and she was part like, three minimum. And she was Black Panther for a moment. Yeah, not like, like forever. Yeah, like T'Challa is. Still to child, <laughs> but all that said, the trailer looks fucking good. Um, yo, X Men gonna have to come save the franchise. I do not like how uh, phase six or whatever phase this Black is. Panther finna save it. I'm talking about Marvel in general, yeah. I'm the biggest Marvel, yeah. Fan, no, and I've been loving it for the last 20 years, yeah. No, this should have been trash recently, off, bro. It's, it's, it's shaky for me, yeah. Nah, we're gonna see, but Black Panther is gonna save it from a numbers perspective. I hope that it saves it from a storytelling perspective. If it don't, it's yeah. gonna be doom and gloom until they come with the X Men. I don't know, I heard because they, they haven't about, done X Men right like one time, in my opinion, bro. Now, listen, dog, we've seen this man praises on this pile all the time. Mm. Excellent actor, one of the best. Oh, I already know where you had it. I, I heard rumors. That they may get John Carlos or Gus. <laughs> uh, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Listen, I was reading something that said uh, they I'm, were going to get. From pro- for, for Professor X. So I also read. I read that. And I read that they were going to get. Um, uh, damn. What's dog that he played uh, Kiki Palmer and Daniel Kaluuya dad in Nope. Yeah. That they were gonna get him to be Professor X. I swear, I just saw that like a day ago. Uh, he can <laughs> voice Beast. I was like, <laughs> "That's about it." That'd be perfect. Um, but I was like, "Yo, I don't want either of them <laughs> to be Professor X." Hey, my dog. nigga, listen, I know. And Giancarlo would kill it. We know the vibes, nigga. Yeah, I know what I'm about to say is gonna sound how it sound. Professor X, a white man, dog. <laughs> like my nigga, like. Yo, so- and I get it. We talking about a made up character on a fucking. I get all that. No, that's why. He but Professor to. X can be bald and white for the rest of my life. We never need to not like. You don't need to black Professor X. I don't need it. Yo, you know what might be a happy medium? Go get Jeffrey Wright. No, <laughs> go, get Je- go get Jeffrey Wright. That's funny. <laughs> he might do it. No, night. Then you got to shave his mustache and shit off. I don't like black men with no facial hair. That makes I mean, me weird. He was Puerto Rican and uh, no one joint. Can't trust him. <laughs> he can pull it off. I'm like man, go. go. Like uh, the 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 version of Professor X we had in uh the multiverse is perfectly fine. Yeah, who, yeah. who has been playing Professor X all yeah. these fucking years? Yeah, um, and he had he he had the the the, the gold joint. Like, mm-hmm. oh man, let the nigga be Professor X. Yeah, man, I um I I definitely saw both of those and was like, yeah, but no, the Black uh, Panther trailer looks fire. Um, we got a release date in November. I think I'm about to start. Planning early And by that I mean really just Collecting money From y'all niggas For the screenings Only because We can't secure it Until a week out Which is what Kind of threw us off This time Because then it was like all right, Whatever It got a little close Oh Salute Shout out to the homie Shay Jones Um, Won't give you government You you played She she sent the voice note Oh she did send the voice note Man while we on it Should we save the voice note For the note pod no, we we, 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 we give it to her right now. About okay, let's see. Um, oh shit, wait, that's the thank you. There we go. 
right, man. So look, um, to all you niggers, and I say that even for the non-black listeners of the show, we had some very specific rules laid out for you to win tickets in whatever city you was in for us to send you to go see Nope this past weekend, man. All you had to do was leave a voice note at thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com just telling us who you are, what your handle was, and saying nope like E40. That was it. It was very simple. I don't know why you niggas continue to ask me, yo, did y'all do a screening? Fam, you ain't listening to the pod. That's all y'all telling me when you ask me if we did a screening is you ain't listening to the pod. But salute to the homie Shay Jones because she followed instructions. She did what needed to be done. And um, I'm going to play that voice note from her real quick because, uh, you know, this this was all you needed to do to win, man. Hey, this is Shay Jones from Chicago. Nope. Simple. I mean, and she got two free tickets to go see Nope this past weekend. Sent her off right to her preferred theater in Illinois. Yo, it was that to, simple, dog. Shout out to one of our faithful listeners. Never misses an episode. No, not at all. Salute to the homie. And said the message like, "Yo, how I send a she voice?" She said, "How I send a voice?" No, come on. And I couldn't instruct you. I couldn't because like, you would have been first if a, I'm throwing it out there. You got an iPhone. <laughs> You, you know how to do this. You know how to do this. And because you my nigga in real life, I'm not going to say your name. <laughs> <laughs> but I was embarrassed when I read that. I said, I said oh, no. You know nah. what I said? <laughs> nope. <laughs> like, oh, on, man. You got, you got this. Um, you know what I'm saying? We, we're we're going to talk nope in detail later this week. But I did want to ask, because we both seen it one time, initial thoughts. Real, we'll Keep it real brief. Initial oh, thoughts oh, on nope. I was entertained. I was, I was entertained as I, fuck. I enjoyed it. I'm really not understanding you, Nick. I haven't heard I'm anything a, bad. Oh, I've, I've I've been reading. I'll just say the reviews is mixed, but I don't care. And I'm part. I'm oh no, because y'all to, niggas ain't love us, <laughs> and we came in here. Fuckers broke, never loved us. Come on, no nope. never loved us. <laughs> um, we came in here and broke us down so beautifully. That was a fucking moment. Uh, did we do a screening for us? How do we do us? I can't even fucking remember. But, um, yeah. I enjoyed the fuck out of Nope. Um, salute to Daniel Kaluuya. Salute to uh, Kiki Palmer. Everybody involved, man. Jordan Peele, man. I, I, I'm I, just glad because you could tell Jordan Peele budget then went up. <laughs> he, done went, he done went a little crazy after the success of them first two <laughs> movies, dog. And um, I really appreciate that black man going in there and getting to be the creative genius that yeah. he is, man. Shout out to that movie. We'll uh, touch base on yeah, it yeah, yeah. a We're little bit get later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Kiki Palmer, I did want to walk into the conversation she was having on Twitter. Uh, did you see this shit about her and Zendaya? I did, but I don't give a fuck about that shit. No, I don't give a fuck about they. No, no, no. And this is, but this is, I I have to bring it up because I hate when you niggas do this and I like Kiki's response. So somebody tweeted, it's so interesting seeing the conversation around Kiki Palmer having her breakout or superstar moment. And it's wild we live in different worlds because in my household, Kiki been a star for forever. Akila and the Bee was my dad's favorite movie and it went triple platinum in my home. And then she went on further to talk about basically how we look at Kiki Palmer like she's having a breakout moment, but we look at Zendaya like she's fucking this big star, major star, great actress, blah, 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 blah. And then people got to compare in their careers. See, this this is the fake thing about the internet. And when you see it comments... There's no age attached to it at all. Like Zendaya, young as fuck, fam. And we seen her when she was a little kid Man. grow from that. And yo, and we guess, seen Kiki as a little kid and grow from that. You could have uh. if you forty. 
But if you're 22, you did not. But whether you did or didn't, how the fuck do we turn Kiki having this successful-ass career and Zendaya having her successful-ass career into a convo about colorism in Hollywood when they both working? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I'm not even having that colorism conversation. But, like, the... The, the idea is like when you see somebody getting praises and bigging up, your first thing that you do can't be to bring up another person and be like, but how come you not support? So come on, saying this come the on. same way, man, because that shit happened already. And guess man. what? To people who wasn't around for Akilah and the B, it's not like uh, Kiki's like on everything right now. Yeah, yeah. So some, for, for some people, they, they could be being introduced. Yo, y'all loving Kiki right now. Y'all ain't gonna see Alice. Which came out like six months ago Starring her in common Y'all ain't rent that That was six dollars to rent And I told y'all about it on the pod Y'all ain't go check that out Y'all ain't see the movie with uh, her And uh, Tia and Tamara husband from Dog from the Shy And Puff Daddy and Albie Sure little son and sh- Y'all ain't see that movie I don't remember the name of it But y'all ain't see that shit Because that those particular movies yeah. Reside in a different audience And nope has a certain cachet to it because it's connected to so many people. So if somebody's seeing her for the first time and saying, "Oh shit," for her, for them, yo, this is a breakout role or this is this and this and this, man, let them say that shit because that's what they. Exp- that's like a nigga Damn. telling me that that LeBron James is the greatest basketball player to ever seen. Well, I saw Michael Jordan in real life. Mm-hmm. That don't. I can't go back and shit on LeBron like mm-hmm. he not doing what he doing. But like you wasn't outside. Yeah, and like. And here's the we thing, We gotta dog. keep comparing. If motherfuckers are saying, yo, this is Kiki's breakout moment, shit, then let her fucking have it. And I hope she gets in more big budget films. She in the number one film right now. And that's what she said. I want to read her reply. She said, yo, a great example of colorism is to believe that I can be compared to anyone. I'm the youngest talk show host ever, the first black woman to star in her own Nickelodeon show, and the youngest and first black Cinderella on Broadway. I'm an incomparable talent. Baby, this is, a Kiki, this is Kiki Palmer. I've been a leading lady since I was 11 years old. I have over 100 plus credits and currently starring in the number one original screenplay in the box office. Nope. I've had a blessed career thus far. I couldn't ask for more, but God continues to surprise me. So that's to say, don't compare me to to Zendaya. (laughs) Like, why are y'all comparing me at all? It was so much ego with everything. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to, maybe that's not the right word, but she like, she was popping her shit a little bit because this conversation is a sub. So this conversation happened in a thread about allegedly about colorism, mm-hmm, but this mm-hmm. conversation had nothing to do with colorism, mm-hmm. right? But how it was how it was positioned is in a thread about colorism. This is the conversation, so yeah, it, yeah. It, it looks at it with a shade. But how Twitter works is somebody can talk about. No one reads the original tweet because the original tweet could be seven thousand tweets up, right? Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. Another subtopic can happen inside of a tweet and it'd be a different whole, a whole nother conversation that goes on. But like, I didn't like how it was shined on it because they just, yo, in a conversation about colorism and then we pit these two people together. What she really was saying is like, yo, I'm an OG in this shit. Fam, I've been Don't compare it. me to no you new to no young book. And here's the thing. And yo, I'm like, dog, that's not fair to nobody involved. Yo, Zendaya doing her motherfucking thing. Nigga, every time Spider-Man drops, Zendaya is in the number one movie in the world. Just like right now, Kiki's in the number one movie in the world. Nigga, neither of them said nothing to you. Like, I think what irritated me a little bit more is why they picked these two to compare. Like, fam, because they two... 
Because here's the thing You're talking about two black women First of all But then you're all saying The colorism Oh because Zendaya's lighter She's getting more ro- Fam Zendaya's a completely Different actress than Kiki she, At a different stage in her career Kiki Than Kiki Kiki play on Euphoria At this At age. this stage in her life But more importantly The stage Zendaya's in Nigga Y'all niggas won't even let Zendaya grow the fuck up, which is probably why y'all think Kiki fell off at a point and is now... Because, yo, when young stars grow up, Kiki did... What's her movie? Malcolm and Marie. Y'all said... Or not Kiki, pardon me, Zendaya. She did Malcolm and Marie. Y'all niggas was... Oh, ugh, I can't even look at her like that. Is it in that? You know why Fam. this shit irritate the fuck out of me? Because CNN had a headline, Kiki Palmer addresses comparison to Zendaya. It ain't she, she shit didn't, about She didn't even say Zendaya's name But she addresses the comparison yeah, yeah. And now it looked like We didn't put The old against the young Like shit, why? We didn't put This black actress Against that black actress When really Y'all did that Cause y'all ain't had to Compare them at all bro They careers don't got shit To do with one another And they both successful So I don't really understand Why we throwing If you wanna have a topic Or a combo about old, colorism In Hollywood only, She only 28 Kiki Palmer Yeah Get the fuck out of here. I mean, that's what the internet say. Nigga, the internet can go to hell. Kiki Palmer, my age, minimum, nigga. Minimum. 28? Minimum. Nigga, she, it was Ant and the B. We was both in the B at the same year, nigga. We sure that's right. Get the fuck out of here. They signed August 26, 1993. Nigga, Kiki Palmer was in Aquila and the B in 93. <laughs> nigga, fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck out of here, dog. Damn, go to hell. No, oh, y'all not man. finna la-la me. Y'all not, I already let Lala get off till she just turned 40, nigga. I'm not letting y'all niggas just keep doing this. Sorry, buddy. Um, But salute Kiki Palmer, salute Zendaya, two of my favorite fucking actresses right now. Apparently, two of my favorite young actresses right now. Um, But uh, no, I, I just I hated that convo because what it ended up doing, it ended up comparing Kiki and Zendaya and ignoring the conversation about colorism in Hollywood. Because I'm certain colorism in Hollywood is a real thing. Talk about it. I am. I'm 100% certain it is. Talk about that, though. Don't say, yo, Zendaya only popping because she light. Well, why Kiki popping? Because she's in the number one movie in the world. So Keelan and B was in 2006. Man, that shit was in 93. I don't give a fuck what nobody said. Uh, if Kiki Palmer was born in 93, I was born in 94, nigga. Because I'm not dealing with this shit. No way Kiki Palmer younger than me and Lil Wayne. Like Lil Wayne is the youngest nigga that I know Fuck out of here dog I'm not doing it And that's no diss to Kiki I just feel like you are OG (laughs) Nigga I'm an OG Kiki an OG Fuck that I don't know The math How old was she She said she was 11 Uh, Said she been a star since she was 11 years old But how old was she when the kid didn't be That was 15 years ago That'll oh shit! Let's 13. do the math. That'll make her thirteen in uh, Akilah and the B. Yeah, I guess she could have been. Fam, Akilah and the B came out ninety six. First, <laughs> of all, I don't care what nobody said. I guess she could have been. Speaking of um of young stars, uh, and then we gonna get to the what are you what are we watching segment? Um, you see Abbott Elementary getting sued. No. And ABC, they caught a whole lawsuit. So they suing ABC and um. Quinta Brunson separately claims have been filed accusing Brunson of copyright infringement according to the claimant an aspiring writer and actress named Christine Davis insists that the premise of the show Abbott Elementary was taken directly from her script written in 2018 for a show that she pitched to Hulu called this school year it's reported that she says her script for the 2018 this school year was 
previously registered with the copyright in early 2020. Allegedly, she met with producers from a company called Blue Parks, who in June and July of 2020 pitched her script to Hulu. And she said only a few months later, ABC began filming <coughs> Abbott Elementary. She demands that Brunson and ABC hand over all profits from the show. <laughs> all right. Um, well, check this out. I see your, uh, I see that copyright claim. Facts. And I raise you one. All right. Um, this one's fucking wild, by the way. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play this first. Okay. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> All right. This is a song. That came out in 1993 mm-hmm. uh, by the notorious big one. Mm-hmm. Um, so how the story goes? Apparently, the notorious big one is his name. Uh, in 1993, I was signed to a small record label called Dragon Records in Gulfport, Mississippi. I had a song that I wrote to Mtume's called Juicy Fruit. I wrote the song and the actual record, and it's called Big Daddy. Big Daddy was the lead single off the Mississippi Doughboys album that was released in September of 1993. It was released on the same day as Snoop Dogg's first album, Doggy Style. Yo, fault. The Doughboys album was made by two Gulfport rappers, Tittle D and myself, the notorious Big One, um, or the notorious B One. Yeah, I had the same name and song first. I know it may be hard to believe, but it's 100% the truth. We was on the radio first and in the stores first. We sent packages to all the major uh, labels shopping for distribution. Just imagine my surprise when people started calling me and saying they've seen my video. We was trying to get the truth out back then, but after B.I.G.'s death, decided to leave it alone out of respect. I'm not fat anymore, <laughs> and, a <lot> has, <laughs> and a lot has changed. But before I leave this bitch, I want everybody to know the truth. I was the original notorious big one. I'm not fat no more. <laughs> he has been delivered. I've been delivered. But think about this, though, because I 100% believe that shit. I don't believe shit. Nigga, I want nobody waited 30 years to say this shit. Well, I mean, how would you know from a nigga from Gulfport, Mississippi, if there was... A nigga from Gulfport, Mississippi, rapping like he from fucking uh, Compton. Get the fuck out. Nigga, you stealing. Your whole rap voice stealing. My nigga. Fuck on, nigga. Not only did that album come out cause in 1993, uh, and that record called Big Daddy, Puff stole that nigga name, <laughs> he, Puff Daddy, and, <laughs> and he gave the Notorious Big, the Notorious B.I.G. or the Notorious Big, and he Here's was the Notorious thing. Big one. Besides that... Every name that B.I.G. had, he stole from somebody else. Even Biggie Smalls, because that shit came from a movie. Even Frank White, because that yeah. shit came from a movie. Your rapper name was Rapping Duke. Nigga, whole whole name came from a nigga who mentored him and taught him to rap. But that's it a, happens. That's a giant fucking coincidence for you got the same name and same song. Nigga, I don't Juicy? even think he cleared that shit with M2Main, nigga. Cleared or not. 
Nigga, niggas run shit all find, the time. Find that shit on fucking uh, Spotify, Apple Music right now. I, it ain't because he I ain't might. clear shit, nigga. Clear the night. I searched it. Well, the old girl from Abbott oh, for this school year clear it because hey. niggas steal shit all the time. <laughs> nigga, that bitch asked for all profits from ABC. She's shooting for the moon. This nigga, bro, why you just saying it? And what's the point? Nigga, before I leave this bitch, I'ma let niggas know. That's my shit. You ain't letting us know shit though. You throwing random ass accusations out there and you ain't got no proof but a song. And Where the, the album at? The album came out. Where's that? It ain't on shit. I can't stream it. Let's find out. Nigga, Actually, oh, I just searched. I was searching it the whole time you was talking. And shout out to uh shout out to Ann Bundy. Um, I ain't gonna say your government, nigga, but I was searching it when he posted that shit. That shit ain't nowhere, dog. It's on YouTube, nigga. Unless you uploaded it in 1993, but but you have a hard time convincing me, dog. Well, that's to say, you know, uh, I had to come in and we put out, I don't know, four albums. I just put them bitches on streaming services last year. Fam, them bitches came out 05. They exist. No, but you also didn't come out claiming that uh, Diddy stole your ideas from your albums when well, you put them on. Well, to be perfectly honest, the net the first name on my record level was. Black Wall Street mm. And the artist I had Was Petey Pistols mm. And then Game came out So Petey Pablo a, and Game no, stole your shit Game came out with an artist I mean with a label called Black, Black Wall, Wall Street, Street. Facts. And he had an a, a artist named Pistol Pete Well here's here's the thing <laughs> We're talking about different nigga Game for show stealing what, what I'm saying is no game is a stealer though <laughs> like, like we can't talk about a nigga who like now, His granted, career is based off stealing now, granted, I'm fairly sure he never got a hold, hold on the music But it maybe was a wild, he did Maybe he did You an internet nigga dog Yo shit might be out there I don't know that in 93 Did he heard some shit from Gulfport, Mississippi well, Maybe he sh- did, maybe he didn't we shop first in 90, We shopped the shit to all the record labels it's like four. <laughs> where the where the proof of that though? Like you know what I'm saying? Like you coming out with some wild claims. And you think that's a coincidence that a nigga with an album, uh, the single called Big Daddy, and a nigga named the Notorious B One wrapped think, over Juicy Fruit in that cadence, and you think that's a a hundred percent coincidence? T- but here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. Because I don't whether it's coincidence or not, whether it happened that way or not, whatever, whatever. <laughs> nigga, what else big steal from you? Cause that nigga could rap. You ain't rapping like Big, nigga. You ain't rap like Big, nigga. If but he do, stole that flow from you, what was the other flows? Do niggas ever find out how good you can rap if you don't got that single that make niggas listen? No, he had a whole because album. That, I listened to it. That whole album sound does not. It, did, it didn't date well. Yeah, no, the album is trash, nigga. Except that one song. Except for Juicy, which nigga. <laughs> hey, I also believe. Well, any I won't nigga, say. I won't say. Except no, that, that one song. No, no, no. But. Warning and a bunch of shit on there sounds straight, but oh no 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 warning is nigga that album didn't age well, but at the time that album was fucking classic, nigga. Um, you want to know what wasn't classic? Notorious Big Ones album, nigga. You ain't rap like that all the way through, nigga. Where so, his life after so, death? But we gotta be careful. Where death after life? Because we was on this same pod with old girl from Blackstone. Like nigga, you don't got Pete Valley, right? Oh yeah, because like we know, but this Notorious shit Big all the One time. ain't have life after death. Old girl didn't have. Uh, Uncle Clifford You know what I'm saying You didn't have, Whatever it took For that shit to come out All I need is the idea Cause that's the That's the spark Oh shit that's a good idea Now hey, give me a team To work on that shit But Cause like We know for sure The spark is one thing Cause I agree with you The spark is one thing But The follow up Cause right now P-Valley follow up Is shaky as fuck We gonna get to it in a minute 
nigga, the talent is in the follow up. But the idea might spark the initial shit. That's a fact, but it don't mean that you stole my spark. It don't negate that there's a possibility that you stole my spark. Possibly. Because they like, no, nah, nigga, we made this shit up ourselves. Even though I got a play that's exactly the same. Uh, uh, we've been talking about it. Uh, so they like, no, nah, my nigga, that's a coincidence. Yeah. And we be looking like. But that's why I'm saying they different, though, because with Big. Whatever he's saying or a legend might have gotten stole for life after death and for Juicy, nigga, explain, uh, oh, I'm sorry, for ready to die in Juicy. Yeah. Explain how we followed up with life after death, nigga. So I just listened to that shit the other no day. No one said Big K rap. No, no, no. But I'm saying dog saying, yo, this was my flow, my style, my persona, da, da, da. I'm the notorious and, big one. Nigga, come on. And that's his whole, I mean, ain't like Biggie didn't steal Pac Swagger too. I mean, his nigga be stealing. Hey. Now I got Versace shirts. None of them niggas can rap like him. <laughs> That's another story. None of them niggas can rap like him. But niggas steal niggas intellectual That's property what I'm saying. all the time, though. Hey, fact. I mean, shit. We saw on the shy. And two things Old girl was true. teaching Kevin about IP. You know what I'm saying? Now, was it Big himself? Or was it Puff? Or was it Diddy? Now, like, that's yo, another combo. Because the, the record was called Big Daddy, and now your name Puff Daddy. And here's the thing. Where niggas, that Because I seen that combo kind of break off into a separate thread on Twitter and Facebook. Niggas like, yo, this ain't got shit to do with Big. Nigga, you taking guidance from the nigga who run your fucking label. Nigga, like, yo, this is what we want to do. This your image. This what we putting out there. If that nigga did he stole that shit from him and ran with it, well, y'all niggas had a one-year head start. And where you get the idea from Good this, luck. to the song on this beat specifically? Nah, you know I'm going to tell you that's, that's cap, though? Or maybe it ain't. Nigga, I don't fucking know. Who knows? But nigga, you ain't do the fucking Big Mac. You ain't do the Big Mac. But I'm saying, You ain't though, a marketer, but nigga. If, but if I, if I got a nigga already called Craig Mac, and I see a nigga who got a name and the notorious Big, oh, nah. shit, Big, Big Mac. Mac. I stole that shit and got a, got a great fucking marketing. Well, notorious Big One should have found uh, Mac 10 and put it out and should have Big Mac'd it. Yeah, I get it, but nah. niggas steal all the time. Like niggas do steal all the time, but niggas like, lie all the time, too. So is Quita Brunson in them? Is old girl lying? Is old girls no, lying? No, no, no. I think this Hall? girl's full of shit. No, uh, <laughs> what's her name? Case against Katori Hall has been. It's the same shit. Pretty clear, nah. Because here's the thing: all of them have proof of they shit. Like I can go right now to everything and find. You want to listen uh, to the whole song? Absolutely not. I'm One saying. already did. Already I'm did. Saying. I heard the shit, and our listeners don't want to hear that bullshit. But nigga, did again, we see the, did we see the play on Broadway? Cause well, girl from Brownstone was her shit. That shit, was it? No, nah, but it, she posted mad shit from the year she released it. Nigga, you telling me this came out ninety three? Where internet, where was that? Internet wasn't popping in ninety three. Yeah, no, nigga. you got to show me a flyer or something, nigga. I got the album. cover I need more than that. No, the album cover ain't shit. I can make the album cover. <laughs> I got the album. I'm cover, about to go nigga. put Notorious Ant one on the album cover and say right. this came out ninety two. All right, put like this. When Kiki Palmer was born, I'll ask the twins. They ran a record shop. They can find out if this shit really came out, and then if it really came out, then what? If nigga, how out, we know Diddy found How we know Diddy know about this nigga? How the fuck and we go know? for Mississippi? How the fuck we know Katori Hall know about old girl? How the fuck we know that Quinta Brunson and them knew about old girl? Even though you sent it to my co- like, if it's the same shit, yeah. I, I shop it to the major label. The major he gonna have to tell me entity. what label we went to see then, because that's the one thing. Uh, Nikki Gilbert and Quinta Brunson, or I'm sorry, the lady accusing Quinta Brunson of stealing, both of them said very clearly who we went to with our idea. Yeah, nigga, we going to Interscope. Nah, we going to Sony. B- he can't say, yo, four. we shopped it to everybody. In 1993, nah, nigga, nigga it's tell like me three. who you went to go see. Who you meet with. Tell me who. You, if you tell me who you met with 
and that lines up to Diddy, then that's, that's we might not, be talking. That's not how it worked in 93. Nigga, I put my shit in the mail and mailed it to the record company. Did it get to them, though? Or did it stop in the fucking mail room, nigga? What I'm saying How is, you know? That's what I'm saying. You, you can't accuse a motherfucker if you can't line up your accusations. That's not true. You can accuse a motherfucker because you know what happened. Like, oh, this is the biggest. But he don't know what happened. This is the biggest fucking coincidence. That's world. what I'm saying. He I don't, don't know believe, what happened. I don't believe it. I don't believe this nigga name was Notorious Big One. I think that nigga drew up a real quick album cover and was like, yo, look what I did in 93. And I, I rapped so. on this beat that I heard. Nigga. I don't think so. Come on, bro. But look, I know for and a fact. And that nigga M2M beat, that Juicy beat been fucking sampled 33 times. In nigga. 1993? Nigga, yes. They've been sampling this since 79. A rapper? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm saying, dog, you can't. And none of you, you niggas. Can't, you but can't, here's the thing: you can't think dismiss about, like, it because we like. Think big. about, think about, like all the Izzy Brothers samples that have been out there. Rappers, R&B, whatever, nigga. Everybody ain't make fucking. Uh, I know for one. I know for a fact it ain't a coincidence big enough in the world for a nigga to take for the name of my song, the name of me, and the name of the and the actual song to all end up at, at Bad Boy. He gonna have to show me way more than that fucking trumped up album cover. For, as proof For me to believe it Cause right now I'm like mm, This today's in the internet Niggas make shit up Every day B I can make it look like I text Jay I'm gonna be up here At fucking 10 o'clock tonight Nigga Versus Coming up here Around 6.30 Like we did Nigga like It just Niggas lie too much Online bro Yes niggas steal All the time But niggas lie All the time well, So he got a lot Of old fucking Old girl is lying On Katori Cause she ain't won no case in court yet. An old girl who talking about oh. that uh, Abbott Elementary, y'all niggas ain't won no court case. That shit ain't happening. If you don't got it on videotape, that shit ain't happening. Hey, nah. If you got more proof than a fucking trumped up album cover, nigga, come on with it. Uh, what's her name? Got her shit on videotape. Time stamped, <laughs> nigga. Fuck this whole ass album you just uploaded to YouTube the other day before you made these claims. Matter of fact, you can buy the original album from Discogs, and this has every all the CD shit on here. I don't know, man. Hey, tell me how Diddy Look heard it. Look at this it. shit. Tell me how Diddy heard it. Tell me how Diddy heard it. I'm saying. Mississippi Doughboys. I'm saying. Tell me how Diddy heard it. I'm saying. Tell me how Diddy heard it. They got seven copies. They got seven physical copies right now. 43 people want this. They got seven physical copies nigga. of this. Physical. Don't make me buy this shit, dog. 43 people in Gulfport, Mississippi want that shit. Look at, and look at the track list and the track name. So you mean to tell me a, a company who actually selling the physical CD, because this is where you can go to buy actual CEO CDs and shit. Them niggas uh, got the actual CD. They got seven of them. Trash. I'm just saying, This nigga dog. thought he was from the fucking West Coast. Look I'm just saying, dog. A nigga who's stealing can't talk to me about niggas stealing. Because he saying, stole the whole West. Look at how he's spelling that shit. You want some G-Funk West Coast shit Look at this shit what you And you from Mississippi Look at that shit That nigga it's trash And listen to that flow nigga That nigga was rapping like fucking uh, Shock G or somebody nigga Like 93 Good shit If you was rapping trash. like Shock G in 93 Trash Cause now you stealing nigga This two different arguments though. Notorious big one of stealer nigga Whether yo, that shit is Yo a thief can't accuse stole. me of stealing nigga Your man stole Period you, A thief can't accuse me of stealing bro It ain't happening Alright man Let's get to uh, Oh real quick What are you watching man We gonna talk about this A little more in detail When Jay get caught up But uh Rap shit on HBO Issa Rae new shit HBO Max Pardon me Cause it's only on the app Um Rap shit was fire dog It's very much so Uh The city girls Story nigga <laughs> Cause they're executive producers on the show, and um, Issa said she was very 
influenced by the two of them specifically, which is why she brought them on yeah. as EPs. Fam, this shit was really good, dog. Uh, the first episode, so the way they're filming it, they're doing a lot of like phone shit. So like convos is happening via FaceTime. You seeing text bubbles on the screen. You seeing niggas chat on Zoom, that type of shit. The first episode, it felt a little choppy the way they was doing it. By episode two, they found a stride, bro. This shit was good as hell. The lead was fucking like infectious. She was, you remember the, the insecure mirror raps? She was doing those, but it was like when she would set her phone up to record herself on live or some shit. Yeah. Fam, it was dope. Every time, dog. She was spitting. It was fire. She grabbed your attention the same way Issa did on Insecure. Um, her her co-star, uh, the friend who she links up with to start this rap group, she was great on film, dog. It was just I really enjoyed the two premiere episodes, man. So when you watch it, check it out. Um, but we definitely fucking with rap shit. We gonna throw that together on the uh on the next reel of shit we're watching. Um, something else that I just finished up yesterday. I seen a few people say they wasn't digging it. I ain't think the shit was like legendary, but it was entertaining to me, man. Resident Evil on Netflix. I just finished up. The finale was kind of butt. Didn't love it. Um, but the show in general kept me intrigued throughout the whole shit. Like I watched the first episode. That shit was not interesting enough to keep my attention. Uh, so I did something else. Um, <laughs> I said I was gonna go back and listen, watch it. Yeah, it's, it's way too much shit on TV right now. It's a lot of shit on TV. I'm yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely much. a lot of shit on TV it's right now. Shit on TV. Um, we getting a whole bunch of content. Uh, but I fuck with Resident Evil, and then as I recommended last week, when I saw it at the theater, it's now available on Netflix to stream. Uh, the Gray Man. Bunch of y'all done already hit me and said you fucked with the Gray Man over the weekend. Um, that shit was phenomenal, man. If you're looking for just a good action film, CIA shit, all that, the Gray Man was really good, man. Salute to Chris Evans for playing the villain. I gotta get into um, Showtime show the, the the nigga who fell from Earth or fell to Earth. Or the man shit. who fell from Earth. Um, I with uh, our our dog. Yeah, I will never. Un- she would tell Ajia Tafur or something like that. Never. I tried. Not happening. Y'all correct me if you want to. Uh, um, but yeah, I've, I want to get into it now. I think the whole season is available now. Um, I feel like the finale just went off not too long ago. I want to check that out because everybody I know who's watched it said, yo, I ain't really into sci-fi, but this shit is fire. That's right up my alley, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, um, I'm going I'm to check that out, man. Um, so yeah, we're going we gonna to throw them up on the list for y'all, man. Salute to everybody who hit us and said they appreciated us putting the shows together on a quick little reel for y'all last week. Um, we're going to try to keep that up, man, and, and let y'all know what the culture is watching so y'all can tap in. We're going to throw Dirty D on there, too. If you got Tubi, go check out Dirty D. Support Detroit. Support support one of my homies. Support, if you're from Detroit, a lot of y'all homies because there's a lot of people in there that we know personally, man. So go fuck with the Dirty D. Download Tubi. It's free. Deal with them ads and go get into some shit, man. All right, dog. Let's talk about P-Valley, man. Before we get into it, we got a couple voice notes. Interestingly enough... <laughs> Salute to, to Rob Silva. <laughs> Rob sent the Flatbush voice note, the shy voice note, and then that nigga said fucking and sent the old man voice note. <laughs> he totally avoided the P Valley joint. <laughs> and I'm crying, dog. But we do got a voice note from the homie AJ across the pond. He touches on everything, but he started out with P Valley, so I'm gonna play that. Um and then we'll we'll get into the remainder of his voice note on the other episode. But salute to my dog, 
AJ, man, if you still traveling, I hope you out there being safe, man. I hope all is well. If you back home, shout out to you, man. I heard about that heat wave in London. So, all right, man, let's see what my dog talking about. Woo, the cream pie, yeah. Yo, what? <laughs> Yo. That's it. That's my P-Valley voice note. For this week, <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't hear. You, I didn't hear who you said this note was coming from. Yo, I thought that was Rob Silver. No, no. <laughs> Yo, well, he stole from back. Rob Silver and went to the bathroom. Hey, yo, run that back. Yo, yo run that hold back. up, because y'all, I don't think y'all heard my man AJ from across the pond. Dog. Run that back. Hold up. Ooh, the cream pie. Yeah. Yo. That's it. That's my P-Valley voice note for this week. Apologies and big shout out to the vocal god, Cisco. All right. So, look, I'm stopping it right there because he said the rest of his voice note is about Flatbush and the Shy. Um, AJ, I appreciate you starting out with that. Uh, you also just named the pod because the, the cream, cream pie, pie is it's it's up. It's, it's up. It's a wild name. Yo. <laughs> Yo. wild Yo. name. The views is up, <laughs> Yo, streamer shit. <laughs> My name is Pod Toaster Strudel. <laughs> nah, eat that nigga with that Pop Tart. You know what I'm saying? Um, AJ, I can just take from that that snippet of your your voice note. I think I know what you felt about this week's episode of P Valley, man. So let's get into it, dog. Um, yo, Mercedes thirty. <laughs> like, come on, man. She thirty. Well, Palmer twenty eight. Come on, son. <laughs> Come on, son. She older than Keeper Palmer. But they both older than me. <laughs> <laughs> no, after doing the math, she's probably 13 in Keelan to be. Fam, well, if Kiki. Uh, Maybe 12 would take a movie a while to come out. I gotta let Mercedes be 30 if Kiki 28. Yo, she 30 on the show? <laughs> I guess if I would have just did the math, like she had the baby at like this has no bearing on Mercedes is cold. We not saying nothing about that's a fact. She just looks older than thirty. I wouldn't have guessed thirty. I mean, she looked like she had a hard life. She's thirty for the show. Yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, but I'm saying because here's the thing. Okay. No, no, Mercedes <laughs> one of them. She one of them ones. Um, but. I'm saying specifically on the show, she looked like she's had a hard life. Like Mercedes be looking tired, bro. Yeah. She don't give me a 30-year-old energy on this show, dog. She look like she been through it, nigga. Yeah. Now with the braids this week from the end of summer. I get what you're saying, though. She came pigtail on him yeah. a little bit with the braids. You know what I'm saying? But I I wouldn't have guessed she was 30. But the math she with She was like, uh, I'm 30. I'm like, wait a minute. 30 hey, what? 30 she, rock? Nigga? <laughs> we on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. This nigga Jay just tried to rename the pod real quick with 30 rock. Because hey. damn, dog. Hey man, um, Terica, we so first let me back up, cause they missed last week. They didn't air, so we still coming from Terica being pregnant and Big T killing himself. I ain't know what kind of episode we was finna get. To be honest, I didn't think we was gonna start off with a karaoke. Yeah, man. Salute to the Queen Loretta Divine, one of the original Dream Girls. Yo, stop tagging me and shit that y'all don't think I know already. Like, bro, do y'all know me? Y'all know me. I am the fucking culture, nigga. Don't don't hit me talking about yo Loretta Devine, one of the original. Like seven people sent me that shit. Like, did you know? Yes, I knew, nigga. Me, her, and Shirley Ralph was in them streets. 
Relax, nigga. I know the fucking dream girls. I know Loretta Devine got her start on Broadway doing her goddamn thing. Y'all niggas calm down, man. Um, But it started off with us getting a little preview or uh, a back preview of the juke joint when Loretta Devine used to be in that mug. And then we just kind of find out as the episode goes on um, all the different things the pink was before it was the pink, man. And it's been in Clifford's family mm-hmm. for generations, nigga, since his great, great, great granddaddy all the way down to him. So, And now that bitch is a strip club? You disrespecting a family He definitely name. didn't take it in the direction that uh, his ancestors probably wanted it to go. But you um, selling boy pussy in here? You selling, you selling everything in this motherfucker, like... Drugs, I mean, weed, alcohol, weed wings. We got pink, pink, <laughs> like shit. That's how uh, Lil Murder cooked that food. <laughs> Yo, fam, if I got the COVID, don't bring me no fucking greens, dog. <laughs> like, nigga, I'm dying over here, bro. Where the chicken noodle soup have, dog? Soda or something. She talking about Clifford made her some damn chicken and dressing. I'm like, fam, can anybody get her some broth? Y'all hear this cough, nigga? My nigga. Not hungry when you got COVID. Right? Niggas not eating. Also a fact, nigga. I'm not eating no heavy. I could no. I'm not eating no full ass heavy meal. I'm throwing that shit the fuck up. Am I ate when I was in the hospital? I probably was eating like a fucking PB and J a day, and that was pretty much it. And that was because I was missing like breakfast, lunch, dinner time because I wasn't hungry. Nigga, I ain't no appetite. I can't breathe. Nigga, I was asleep. Also a fact Like the whole day hey. I, I, I wanted to test If I can taste And see yeah. if I can eat something I ate like four Cheetos And threw that shit up Oh man, man, <laughs> man. Shout out to Cheetos yeah. Who won't be sponsoring The pod this week um, it, was, it was blame COVID <laughs> Not Cheetos <laughs> But um Yo so we We learned a little bit more About the, the pink But more importantly Why Uncle Clifford So Hell bent on uh, Haley not selling this shit Yo We need to decide What we gonna call her Cause Haley Autumn Night Keisha Savage it's a lot, nigga. I found myself. We was in the chat. Um, shout out to the Facebook thread and Let's everybody coming. Let's call her Trig. Everybody, call her Trig. Let's call her Victor, nigga. Everybody just adjust mid season. We never even saw. Yo, I can't wait till we get to the shy. Um, but we get why Uncle Clifford don't want to sell the the pink because. Yo, man, it's been in my family for a long time. And, yeah, I could take the money that I'm poten- I'm potentially looking at $3 million because we found out he owned 33% of the shit. So, look, <clears throat> this whole – I don't like how they got uh, Clifford and, and – and, um, uh, Two names. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, I thought you stood me up, blah, blah, blah. She kicked some straight hard facts. My nigga, like it or not – this casino coming and this bitch is getting sold. Yeah. It's either getting taken from you or it's getting sold. What you want to do, my nigga? Yeah. Like, would you, you want to become a millionaire or not? Because, like, you can get nothing or you can, they just offered me five mil. Yeah. She, yeah. And I turned it down like you. She, <laughs> like all that, all that emotional shit went out the fucking window when you about to get a third of five million dollars. Come on now. Come on now. You damn near about to, come on. Because she, when, when Haley told her, yo, they offered me five already, but I'm not going to sell. She said, bitch, what the fuck you not going to sell? Valid question. Valid question. But then she said, I'm holding out for 10. But why? What makes you think that the place worth $10 million? Specifically $10 million. Yeah, 10 and, is a very specific not, number versus five. Why is not worth $13 million? Why is yeah. not worth seven? 
Hakma's not worth Like what do you Specifically got Why is it worth More than five Because five feel Heavy enough For that fucking Bum ass club Now I know it's On land And it's near the river And they keep kind of Mentioning like The location of the club But I'm like Nigga five million And you paid 250k My nigga The temporary casinos Was slapping Damn You paid 250k Matter of fact Ain't none of our casinos By the water the bitches slap. No, not all. Literally, you gotta not a go to one. You gotta go to Windsor, which is right across the water. Yeah, and that's nigga, you can get a, a river view. My nigga, ain't a window in the casino at all. Yeah. It don't fucking matter, fam. And the motherfucking uh, Windsor Casino is still like three blocks up from the water, nigga. Nothing sitting on the water in Michigan, and all them bitches pop. Every one of them. Um, when she said, "Yo, they offered five already. I'm holding out for 10. Nigga Clifford sat and said, damn, bitch, you stupid? Why you ain't take the five? Now, granted, she all like, yo, I know you think this club, blah, 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 but like, I bought this club with the money mm-hmm. that was that my daughter died over and all that. So I'm like, yo, okay, that's a, that's why you want as much money yeah, as, as you can possible get for the because yeah. you, you attach it to your daughter. And Cliff was like, yo, that baby gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our nigga yo, dead. When he said that, I was like... <laughs> Fam. I'm actually not mad at him Because like, he spit a fact Like he did spit a fact yeah, So was your ancestors Also a fact Money Here's man. the thing Because the, the, I appreciated both of their points in this scene I will say that Because when she told that nigga Yo I'm going to get you as much money As you and your ancestors deserve for this motherfucker I wasn't mad at her for saying it But then when he said Bitch you ain't doing this for me or my ancestors He makes a point and she was like, you know what, you're right. It is for my daughter. And the money I took that got her killed, or that's the reason she did, and the money that fucking was supposed to change me in her life, and that's the whole reason I was even able to buy your shit, but now I want it back and some. But you you, you don't be greedy and Luke. Cause like in the in the in the TV show world, bitch, you're not getting 10 million. You whatever, even if you get 10 million, you're not getting 10 million. You're not walking off into the sunset. Take the fire. Yeah. Here's the thing, yo, you know what? Knock it up to an even six. Seven. seven. No, say say eight. Say then eight, and then when they say six. seven. They're going to say eight. They're going to be like six. All right, take that. Seven and a half. Come on. Deal. Done. Because old girl, the, the white lady from last episode, she wants to sell you the, or buy this shit from you. But 10 might be stretching because you told her in the cigar room, yo, I wanted 10. They offered me 40,000. Think of this. We sell this bitch for six million. I get two million. You get one million. My nigga Come on Come on Like It's You walk now, away millionaires bro Now if you sell it for 10 And you gotta give a third uh, To Cliff yeah. So you walking away with like 7 yeah. So you just trying to <laughs> Like uh, You walking away with 7 Clifford get 3 Here's the thing though dog Clifford whole point of Yo I can go build me another juke joint I can't build another pink Well Clifford if that's how you feel nigga then don't take this money when I sell this motherfucker. Well, my nigga, y- your family is not happy about this place. Fam, your family is finna be gone. Matter of fact, she's struggling with the COVID, nigga. Your family ends with you. Nigga, Grandma Ernestine might don't make it, dog. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that cough wasn't great. And them hallucinations wasn't greater. And, you know, unless you about to have a child. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Little Murder might be pregnant. Never know. Could be. Never know. Um, unfortunately, we gonna get there, man. Speaking of pregnant, Terica, um, yo, we had this on on here and the shy. 
But I, I'm going to start here because we on we on P-Valley. Initial thoughts. I don't like when I was the like, young children mm-hmm. are saying, yo, I'm pregnant or I got someone pregnant, whatever the convo is, from the young teenage 15, 16-year-old. I don't like the parental figures in their life, in this case, her mama, Terika Mama, saying, what you going to do? Fam, talk to me. You're my parent. Like, yes, it's ultimately my decision, but I need so you to talk to me. The conversation is, is going to be like, hey, um, let's hit and have a conversation um, about the possible different the different outcomes that can come by this. Yep, if, and how if they, we do or don't. And how they going to impact you, how they can yep. impact you. We're going to have this conversation. Yep. And then I'm going to let you sleep on that, think about it, and then tomorrow we're going to reconvene. Um, ask me any questions that you may yeah. have. I'm going to answer and any of those let's questions. Let's go see a doctor so you can also ask other questions. Yeah. Like, I'm going to answer any eh. questions that you have before we make a final decision. We reach out to some professional, mm-hmm. blah, 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 whatever the decision is. It ain't, well, what you about to do? Fam, this ain't uh, after you fuck somebody you ain't really want to fuck, and then when y'all get dressed, you say, so shit, what you about to get into? No, nigga. I'm pregnant, mom, and I need advice. Don't keep asking me what I'm going to do and then getting mad when I don't have an answer. Nigga, I'm 15. 16, how old she is? I don't know who. She nigga. might be 14. Might be younger than that. You right. Because she couldn't have a driver's license. She's 14, Damn, I think. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm over here. I'm literally here and not with the woman who raised me because I need your advice as my mom, who also got pregnant when she was a teenager. She's 14 because her boyfriend's 14. He, she says he's going to get like He couldn't a, drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yep. couldn't get a part-time job. And, yeah, like, yeah. You can get a part-time job at 14. Uh, nah, and Jake say he getting three jobs. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about my young dog, man. Um, but, mom, help. Be a mom. So, Mercedes. If we just, if we just counting mm-hmm. how many struggles, or how many quote-unquote issues that we're going to throw in there and shit, mm-hmm. we're, like, oh, we're going to jump into the abortion one, too. Like, because we, we, we get every single no, they, thing. Fam, this is how much they troping when they got down to the clinic. Niggas was out there with the Black Lives Matter protesters i was like wait they throwing the blm in the middle of the fucking uh roe v wade debate nigga at the clinic in jackson mississippi oh my god i'll tell you why i'm pissed about this scene why uh because we just got finished talking about how horrible uh advice she was giving her daughter Mm -hmm. in this picture uh and then you take a look at this picture you see what katori wrote no. So, Katori says both uh, Haley and oh, Mercedes wear red and act as guides for young mothers at difficult crossroads. In motherhood, blood is often shed during the transition as a child crown sees the light. In yeah. both moments, two women are carrying children are being brought to the light. Peace, Haley. So here's what I'm going to say to Katori. Because um, I actually I have that tweet screenshot as well. I'm glad you brought that back. Um Katori, man. The shit her and the P Valley writers be writing about these scenes. Oh shit. Be way deeper than the shit that we get on screen, bro. So because they in the pool. Yeah. She said, during the dark fairy tale, Haley speaks of her baby drowning in her tears, which echoes Terika splashing in a pool. Water in Jackson is a space for all women to be cleansed and pass mistakes so they may birth new versions of themselves for a brighter future. Man. P Valley. Okay, I'm going to say this again. 
Katori as the director and writer and and like the the head of this show. This is your show. If your shit that you tweeted was filmed like your tweets, I promise you might have a better show. Well, we, so that's how I feel. That's how you feel. But look at some of these comments. Courtney Kemp and Katori Hall need to collaborate and give us the show that we need. And Courtney Kemp need to put out whatever on Netflix that she signed a deal and left stars. For. There's another question that says, "Wow, the analogies are so capital letters empowering. Gives mm-hmm. a new meaning to page to screen, and the course prompts are a rewatch for all the nuances that were missed. Each episode is so emotional. Thank you, praying hands, praise emoji hands. So yeah. look, you know, maybe." I'm just sleeping on the sauce. No, no, no. Here's the thing, dog. Katori know her audience. And she knows she has a fairly gullible audience. The writing is wonderful for real. Is it? Is it? Oh, my God. I love bringing real life issues to ma- to the masses. They don't never address none of the issues. Fam. They bring them up. They bring, show them all, to you, and then that's it. Here's the thing. They show them to you, and then... Go on Twitter and tell you what you should have seen when they shown it instead of just showing it to you on the screen via the fucking that's dialogue. What, that's what page to screen actually means. Bro, like, I don't care if your idea was deep. If it don't come across on the screen, that don't work. Fuck them tweets. It's the execution. Fuck them tweets. You got to put all that Because, sh- bro, I will say, every week, Katori be giving you the fucking fake deepest like moments of these shows where it'd be like so oh that's what to, y'all thought so you mean to tell me because she and her daughter had their feet in the water at a pool i'm supposed to i'm supposed to relate that, that to, back to the season one episode one to Haley drown fam hey, first of know. all they didn't do a great job and we talked about this when uh when they had the um Keyshawn backstory cinderella episode they didn't do a great job Really telling us Haley's story in the first place. Y'all chopped it up when y'all really, with the Keyshawn episode, y'all showed us y'all are capable. Y'all could have really told us her story and made us understand why she is the A way she is. flashback with you and actually your come abuser. On, come on. We don't even know shit about dog other than he came looking for her because she took 250K. Come on. Come on. Like, what are we doing? And now, because we had them two flashbacks during season one, episodes one and two, where she fucking woke up to a bad dream about her baby possibly drowning, and then we found out, yep, the baby actually did drown. We supposed to relate that to the pool in Mercedes and Terica in episode seven of season two? And we supposed to think that they're a guide because they're wearing red. Come on, bro. Leading them to the light. What and that light? the red in they shirts mean that blood during the pregnant. What? Hey, my nigga. Come you on, sound bro. like Kevin Gates out this month. Come on, dog. They giving me game Kevin Gates vibes, nigga. This is, this is prison logic. Come this on. Is, this, <laughs> this is. Uh, the fucking. You know it, man. Here's the thing, dog. If they were able to do the shit that the tweets be saying. I really think you would be putting a much better product on screen. Because whatever these tweets is, I care about what comes across on the screen, dog. Like, these ain't like Easter eggs. A red sweater ain't an Easter egg, dog. I'm not, that's not making me think like, oh, shit. Like, oh, she's a mother guide. No, nigga, it's just a red shirt, bro. Like, I'm not tripping off that, man. Um, But I also, again, I don't think... The conversation about whether or not Terika should have an abortion was handled that great. My nigga, we just talked about it 
briefly is like so if you want to address issues that our quote unquote community is is dealing with it should be done as such yeah well let's sit down together and hey this is going to happen this these no. are the range of emotions this is what i went through when i was at your young age i wish i had somebody to guide me yep. and like cuz who better to have that convo with than your mama who did it like come on I'm not for just writing down a list of all of our community's problems on a piece of paper and showing saying, it on camera and thinking, look what I've done for you niggas. Like, come like, on, bro. Because what it, what it, real talk, if you're a black family that's been impacted by teenage pregnancy in some way, shape, or form, what did you gain from this episode, from this moment within this episode? I wouldn't say much. I mean, I saw how you got pregnant. Come on. Come on All that rapping in the car And then like Come on You mad You turn the TV I'm like nigga That's what you do for a living though You you shake your ass To these songs For a Fam, living But you and know what would have been great And your child Know you do this For a living You have been lying to her For her whole fucking life Saying I do this for you But you don't got me Terika gave her a bar When she said that by the way Terika low key Be giving Mercedes a bar Every time they show her What did you do with your money Fam like you, you ain't get the studio. You got an old ass Camaro. Like, what do you do with all this money? Because you yeah. you been the, the the you thirty years old, so you've been shaking ass for the last fifteen years. Then mm -hmm. right, where all the money? Where is that? Yo, I love how uh, when Lil Murder was talking to Uncle Clifford, and and he told him like, yeah, Autumn got their ass up to five million already, and he was like, oh shit, thirty three percent. That's one point six five million, and then the nigga Lil. Or Uncle Clifford was like, yo, am I a fool for, you know, basically not wanting that million? And that nigga Lil Murder said, nah, shit, money ain't everything. Plus, you probably already touched over a million on the floor. So, damn, if it's already been over a million on the floor in however many years he been there, yo, Mercedes, you'd have made most of that because you was that prime motherfucking dancer in there. You was the one. You was. Oh, this man's going through that motherfucker. Yo, like yo, Murder Night was M Mississippi, or I'm sorry, Mercedes Night. Like that was your night A weekly thing Come on Occurrence Mercedes last dance Was the whole reason Anybody was in that motherfucker Mercedes where your bread Where your bread Where your bread Cause ain't you no reason that, Your you, mama should have outbid you You did all that shit For $10,000 $20,000 Come on now Terrica said yo You you, you wasn't there Like where all this fucking money That uh Old girl making on the road Why the Keyshawn? fuck yeah, what if, Why the fuck y'all living in a shack Damn where all this money going? Why this nigga trying to go? Why is you trying to go work at the local Piggly Wiggly if your girl got all the fucking money? Stay at home, dad. Oh no, nah, you could for sure stay at home, dad. Me, Keyshawn was laying on the floor with money, nigga. I'm like, my nigga, you—he clearly in control of everything. Nigga said, I ain't working. You about to go work, nigga? That nigga said, Yo, we can hit the outlets, go to the Prada store, get them booties. First of all, do Jackson, Mississippi outlet got a Prada store? Cause they don't even got that at fucking Great Lakes. You know, you know what they got? What's that? The notorious B one, my nigga. <laughs> Put some respect on that. Nah, <laughs> Great Lakes got a Shinola store. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, yo man, I just I I didn't like. I felt like they could have handled the convo between Terika and Mercedes a little more. I don't want to say responsibly, but I just felt like no, this was say a, that. no, because I, I don't know if that was the word that I wanted. Because I just feel like, with Mercedes' point of view, her vantage point, all the shit she did, 
or didn't do with Terika when she had her young. And all the mistakes she made, I felt like this was a very good time to just sit down and straight up talk to your daughter. Fuck it's, taking her on the road. She says she wants some ice cream and you fake take her to TCBY. Who knew TCBY was still open, by the way? Um, apparently, it's one in Gross Point. We had to look that up last night when we watched this shit. But fuck fake taking her to get some ice cream. Sit down right where y'all at and say, yo, let's talk about what could or could not happen if you do or don't have this baby, dog. And let's figure that out. To your point, yo, wake up tomorrow and then let's make that decision. But I want to tell you everything you need. Here are the different outcomes. Come on. Um, the different options that you have and how they can possibly impact you. Come on. Um, this is the option that I did um, or was given or not given. Yeah, yeah my mama how, made me have you. And this is how it impacted me. You know and, what I'm saying? And hit her with a bar. Yo, Patrice ain't give me no choice. Instead of your fist. Yeah. I, I had to have you. My mama ain't give me no choice. I wasn't going to have no abortion. But sometimes God used the devil to deliver his blessings. That nigga, she said, nigga, you was going to abort me? Come on. Basically. And she said, I'd be lying if I tell you I ain't think about it. But that's all I did was think about it. Like, what if you had to, like, man, you was going to abort me? But, like, y'all having this convo on a quick drive to Jackson, when y'all could have sat the fuck down and really talked. Dog. Come on, man. If a child... Man, it's a, that's a, that's a, I don't know. I'm not going to go down this road. But having a conversation with a child about, yo, I was going to end your life before you got here. Like, yeah, that no, got was, to be, whoo. I was going to put you down. That's, that got, whoo, shit. I was going to put, but here's the thing, though, yo, that's probably a conversation a lot of fucking parents can have, whether they was young or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of parents may have given that some thought, yo, for real. You know what I think about? <laughs> It's a Kevin Hart joke when uh he he was told when he went to the he was on the water or some shit with his dad and yeah, yeah. He got in the car back and he was like we almost lost you <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> like that conversation was like hey, yeah. Man, yeah we almost got rid of you, <laughs> you know what I'm almost saying? had to put you down dog like, like yo man I'm glad like yo I'm glad this little parenting thing worked out for us because nigga <laughs> and I feel like again I I I appreciate the irony in. Mercedes' daughter getting pregnant as a teenager and them having to fucking readdress the same shit Mercedes went to. I just feel like they could have addressed more. Grandmother at thirty-one. Come on, man. Great grandma at forty-five. Come on. That's the that's the that's the path we on. Yeah, hey, and I I just I feel like it was a lot they didn't go into in that convo. Um, I do appreciate when they went to the uh, to the clinic. She could have great great grandkids at fifty-five. Facts. Shit, nigga, when she said grandma could take care of the kid, Mercedes was like, didn't I tell you stop calling Patrice that? She was like, bitch, I'm talking about you. You grandma, if I had this motherfucker. Um, but I appreciate when they went to the clinic, the... Uh, and they just know it's going to be a daughter. The facts. The um, OBGYN or attending, I don't know, nurse, doctor, I don't know what she was, but the lady that was in there doing this shit. On the ones and twos. Yeah, facts. She say, um, yo, just to school you a little more, all the fucking risks of having an abortion are the same risk of having this baby. Just FYI. Like, the the bleeding, the pain, like, all this shit, the potential to for shit not to go well. It's a lot of shit relative. And I was like, yo, I never thought about it that way. Maybe that's just me being a dude. Nigga, I'm never having the abortion. So, I never considered that so many risks with having the baby are similar to I'm, risk of having the abortion. I'm sure there's some overlapping. Oh, I'm certain. But I'm fairly sure they're not the exact same. No, no I mean, neither one can be the exact. Because, yo, if you got to have a C-section, we've added 
a whole new thing in there that we didn't have when you have the abortion. So I know it's some differences, but I appreciated her saying that and just trying to give her like yeah. a real some guidance because her mom was just doing it from a what you want to do, and it's just like. And we in Mississippi I also say, my nigga, you got about two and a half minutes to make the decision before you can't make it no more. Fam, she told her straight up, "Yo, you right on the cusp. You got pretty much till tomorrow. Figure this out. Yo, that baby was big as fuck." Yo, I was wondering like yo. Like yo She got a little yo. tiny pudge And nigga, that was an Eight month baby In that motherfucking Shout life. out to the internet Somebody said Oh that's Tyrese And baby boy <laughs> <laughs> You know I thought that shit I'm like I'm being petty You feel me No I really did See the fucking ultrasound And was like Yeah that, that baby, baby big as fuck like, That baby grown Nigga That motherfucker You can't abort that baby No nigga, nigga That bitch coming out In two days No we're, uh, we're We're past the time Passing Now you gotta adopt it Cause nah, it ain't happening, dog. That's either your baby or you putting it at the fire station, nigga. Um, let's talk about Keyshawn and Derek for a minute, man. Uh, we see Keyshawn and Derek. He trying to make amends for beating her that last time we seen them. She just need therapy. She need therapy like a motherfucker, but she also need to get away from dog. Like it's just that's why she need therapy because she's to learn that she need to get away. She's suffering from mental illness. Yeah, she got uh, she got PTSD. She got. Fucking MSD, HCLD, LCD. She got all of these, nigga. Like, dog got her fucked up mentally. And when they in the store, he trying to do the fucking, uh, what's the, what's the term, y'all youngins like the gaslighting shit, where he pretending like he ain't do some. He like, yo, you want some moon pies and some ruffles with some hot sauce? Ooh. So you mean to tell me? Don't tease me with snacks, nigga. On a Thursday afternoon, um. Two names just thought that she was gonna be in this aisle in this random man's grocery store, and that's where you was gonna be at. Yeah, yeah. She like, I figured I'd find you here. How'd you know how I was how here? How you know I was at the store? Now, granted, I don't imagine there's a ton to do in Chuckalisa, but Hallie, how you knew I was at the store tonight, right now, on this random day at this random time in this aisle? You just come on. You just waiting in this aisle, and Hallie at the corner creeping like Shaq on that one meme. That like this is a video game. Come on, when you re- like it's. The- <laughs> No matter what time you go to that checkpoint, it's yeah, a nigga no, it's, standing. It's there. a foot soldier right there. <laughs> like, Every God time you damn. play the Ninja Turtles game, nigga, it's a foot soldier right there. Like, I just, you can kill him, walk away, come back. It's one standing. No, there. he right there. Like, um, uh, fucking Metal Gear Solid ass nigga, dog. I just got my PS Five. I've been playing. Oh, Metal, it's lit. I've been playing Metal Gear for two days. It's lit. Nah, Jay about to miss his flight this week, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm a day. <laughs> um, but no, dog. I I thought Hallie being there was like okay, y'all kind of y'all. Pushing a little bit with the realism um, But Keyshawn kind of She was being weird toward Derek And he hit her with the fucking He was like yo we got a Prada Hit the outlet Get the booties for the baby whoop, whoop, whoop. And she still was kind of being quiet Meek reserved whatever Cause nigga you just beat my ass the other day And tried to burn my face with a fucking iron So then that nigga Derek hit her with the fucking abuser's line Yo Keyshawn I'm trying I'm like oh she don't know She on the cusp of another Ordeal if she don't start treating this nigga. Like here's the thing dog You need to either decide I'ma have this nigga fucked up Have him killed Or I'ma take the kids and run away But if you're not gonna do none of them things Dog you need to fucking Ah it's weird Cause I don't wanna say like be cool Cause yo he abusing you I don't, I don't want you to necessarily feel like you gotta be cool But it's like don't be Don't incite the fucking abuse he an abuser, so I, I guess he'll abuse you even when you ain't doing shit. But it's weird, dog, because I just, I didn't like, because it's like, fam, man, get away from him, dog. Like, you don't need to stand there and deal with this shit. But I get that she's scared. 
I just hate it for her, dog. But Hallie, Autumn, Keisha, Savage, Senior, they went and met in another aisle. Keyshawn told Derek, hey, let me get away from you real quick. I got to get some makeup for this black eye you gave me, ho-ass nigga. And um, Hallie told her, like, oh, shit, I guess you ain't used that gun I gave you. Keyshawn, like, look, I got the kids. I, I couldn't kill a nigga. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I couldn't do it. And Hallie was like, look, it's more ways to get away. Yeah, Get in the car and drive off, motherfucker. Fam, here's the thing. Uber. If it's more ways to get away, just tell me one of the ways. Don't spit this fucking, uh, nigga, you, 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 this whole ass fable at me. Buy another phone. Fam. <laughs> like, in real life, you can get another phone, and then you just drive away. Well, shit, Autumn gave her a phone. <laughs> gave her a whole ass phone. Like, dude, don't never leave the house? Fam, this nigga Autumn went over there and told her that fucking story, and I'm glad Keyshawn said it. She said... <laughs> What did you even talk about right now? Because, man, what the fuck are you here talking about, dog? Just if you're going to come over and say, yo, I got a nigga. He going to meet you here. Just get, get the kids, get in the car. Tell me that plan, nigga. Don't come over here speeding no fables about you and the rain and your daughter drowning and muff. What? Because you sound like Katori Hall in them tweets where you making shit deep. And I really just need a straightforward answer. Like, what, what should I do? How did you get away from your abuser? I know a nigga... Making up a lot or making some shit sound more difficult than it is when I see it. Fam, that's that T.I. syndrome. That's that Kevin Gates. That's like you just saying a lot of words that don't really mean much, dog. Like hit me with something different. It's like when you give give somebody a bullshit gift and then you talk that shit up. So, you know, really what I thought was... Uh, on, our, on our fourth date, I mentioned I heard you had mentioned that you like green, and I saw this green watermelon like, apple, and I just thought that like man, Tiffany man. bought Iman Shumpert the a black sheep. Boy, if you don't get the get the fuck out of here with this bullshit, fam, it's a whole uh, room full of fucking Chanel boxes. I just in here. spent twenty three hundred. You spent twenty three dollars. Come on, dog. We got a whole different life now. Um, but that said, whatever's happening with Keyshawn and Derek, they got to wrap up soon. She gonna have to make a move. I will say, early prediction, I think she might get killed because uh, she won't get away, and I feel like he going to notice her pulling away, and he going to turn into one of them abusers. Uh, Somehow, fake Drake going to bring back into this shit. Like, oh, yeah, we be, ain't seen that nigga in a They minute. be so spread out with these. With the stories, yeah. Fake Drake, here's the thing, dog. And the ring is going to come back, and all, like, all this stuff yeah, that we see coming. Yeah. Y'all six, seven episodes yeah. in and they still ain't did it. They ain't got to it. Oh, like, you want you want to leave us with a cliffhanger? Come on. Or no, you want to no force it all into the um <laughs> a cliffhanger. <laughs> Yo, that's wild. <laughs> Shit, that's crazy. Yo, all right. <laughs> Sorry, AJ. <laughs> we just renamed the pod. <laughs> no more cream pies. <laughs> that nigga Derek talking about you want to get some moon pies? Bitch, no, nigga. I want my eye not to be black, you old ass white boy. Um, Oh, man. That nigga need help, too. Yo, that nigga needed therapy in high school. Like, what's the, what goes on in the mind of a nigga who beat his woman up? Consistently, too. First of like, all. Don't you like the women? You was a whole ass nigga well, hitting her the first don't. time. But like the idea is like I don't know y'all y'all I don't know this is a foreign concept but like mm-hmm. men supposed to like like women and shit and like, a little bit you feel me and like when you like somebody you supposed to do like nice things be like cordial to them and shit like that yeah. like beating on her yeah ain't gonna get you. well it probably will get you I don't know I just don't I don't get it it's yeah. it's some it's some it's some mental shit going on 
Yeah, I, spiritual I, shit going he on. for sure needs a whole lot of therapy, and then she needs. Here's the fucked up part: she needed therapy because we found out her family was fucked up too. Even though they wasn't physically abusive, she was dealing with a lot of bullshit at the crib, man. And you know, you gotta have a fucked up family when they kick you out because you got pregnant, and they like wealthy and they didn't help. Like what? Both of them That happened to both of them Like your family was racist And fucked up Hers was just fucked up Either way They gotta do something With that story quick man We need to get to it Cause Derek can't keep living Through these episodes But I do feel like Keyshawn might die That's my early prediction man Cause she won't get away From this nigga And with a nigga that abusive Who ain't getting no help Eventually I feel like If you gonna kill him Or if you don't kill him He gonna kill you And she won't kill him and that's the unfortunate part about it. And I also been looking at all the tropes that they keep tending to. You know what? I can see her finally killing them, and then they end in. Um, I hope that's the way it goes. Somehow they'll end the episode with like a one eight hundred domestic violence number, and yeah. then she get on a Twitter, the Twitter machine, and start talking about tell us see- about. But here's the thing: because they've been troping us to death, I feel like they're gonna go the way of like. Keyshawn gets Like to make it as dramatic And fucked up as possible Yeah I can see that Cause they have been trying to make shit As sad as possible But we'll see man I don't wanna see Keyshawn Not make it through this season But if she won't kill that nigga Or have somebody kill that nigga I just don't see no other outcome man So we'll see how that turns out Um Let's get to it man Uh Uncle Clifford Lil Murder Grandma Ernestine First of all, Grandma Ernestine COVID finna take her out, dog. She she got it bad. I ain't never seen COVID do this to my She got it bad, man. She hallucinating. She going through some. She got that OG COVID, though. You know what I'm saying? It's that first iteration. You're was, supposed to be tired. Yo ass walking through fields and shit. Fam, that first. Here's the thing, dog. That first iteration took out my grandma mm. in real life. And my grandma outlived five out of seven of her children and 13 siblings. <laughs> COVID got her. Nigga, <laughs> like, it, it, that first generation COVID was something different, dog. What I didn't understand, I saw somebody tweet that they felt this, the shit was kind of like out of order mm. because you, I guess she seen her daughter mm-hmm. and told her daughter like it wasn't time yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you're going to act like she's about later to die? she said, because in the initial dream, the dream girl sequence at the beginning where she was singing Aretha Franklin and all that, when her daughter came and offered her a drink, she was saying like nah And then even when uh When Lil Murder brought her the food And he first walked in her room She was talking to her daughter in the dream And she was saying I can't take that drink from you I can't take no drink And then she kind of leaned into it As the episode went on Cause then she was like Fuck it I'm finna go I gotta go My daughter She was calling out the daughter name I think it was like Beulah or something And then Lil Murder was like Who the fuck is Beulah That's my mother and it was like, oh, shit, all right. Like, now she just saying, fuck it, I'm going. I'm going toward the light. I don't know, bro, but it's getting to her, and it's getting to her bad. And um, I thought, so here was my thoughts, bro. And maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm not. I don't fucking know. But I thought with Lil Murder and him going through all the traumatic shit he went through, seeing his mans kill himself, sitting right there, blood all over you, your clothes, your face, everything. You sat right there watching man blow his head off. Then Uncle Clifford seeing all the shit happen with his grandma and basically that whole scene down at the river, you you hearing her talk to your mama like, you know, she on the verge. I thought we was going to see these niggas have like like a comforting moment. 
We just went back to just normal shit. Yet again. I be feeling like they be dropping the ball on. Fam, it's so here's the thing, dog, and I've said this shit time and again. I am tired of gay characters on TV being over-sexualized, making it feel like they use sex as the resolution to everything they deal with. Yo, my grandma about to die. I am fucking traumatized. I'm watching her die. I'm the last person in my family. She talking to my dead mama. I need to go out here and get fucked. Yo, uh, Big Teak, fam, George Floyd, I'm fucked up by this video. Like, nothing he could do should deserve him dying the way he did, that was horrible. Yo, you know what, Lil Murder, let's fuck. Lil Murder, I just watched my fucking mans. Fuck all the intimate romantic shit we had. This somebody I literally love who saved my life. And I watched this nigga blow his head off. And I'm fucked. Yo, again, salute to J. Alphonse for acting. Because, boy, they was... That nigga face... I'm sitting there. Shorty was like, yo, he was crying for real. That nigga nose is red. <laughs> nigga, I'm like, yo, he... And I was really ready for I them to get it. Good in this episode he did too. great in this episode. And uh salute to Uncle Clifford, because I thought he did a really good job in this episode. But then they took all that and said, you know what? Get these niggas a three and a half minute sex scene. Fam. I actually fell asleep on that part. And when I Fam, woke- it was <laughs> the longest sex scene in the world. What's so funny is when I woke up uh from watching the episode, I don't I, and he was just laying on his chest. Mm-hmm. I was like, look like I missed something. And I was like, <laughs> I was like Yo, God know my heart. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nigga put me to sleep right before Fam. that shit. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Let's talk about God, okay? My nigga, God. <laughs> oh, man. Holy shit. Nigga put me to sleep right before that. I fell Yo, asleep, man. Woke up like, all right, I'm glad I missed. I just thought, because like after Uncle Clifford was crying in the shower, all that shit, and then he came out and they had a little Cisco joke and Lil Murder was in there dressed in his clothes and I did playing thongs. So I thought this was such a cool little moment for them. I dog. thought it was a cool joint. He was like, no, like my nigga, like so you, like you been this, you been like this the whole way, all the time. Oh, that convo was great. I enjoyed the fuck out of that convo dog. because them real questions, niggas. Because Uncle ask. Clifford told him, "Yo, that's my first uh, Gucci bag. I had that since I was three. And I said, "Uncle Clifford, I don't know about that, but if you had it since you was three, you had." And then little murder say, "Yo, so you you been like this." Your whole life And he and was, was like, like Like what Like what is you I don't know Nigga said I don't, No offense But like What are you he Said I'm me Nigga said What are you Who the world Won't let me be man And I was like Oh both of y'all Not saying nothing <laughs> Cause I need It's just y'all in the room <laughs> I need a better answer From both of y'all But Then uh, Lil Murder went further Cause They got to talking About murder night and Lil Murder playing that nigga when he came in there. Even though I'm still going to say, Uncle Clifford, you was in the wrong. We was talking about business, and you walked in here talking about what y'all ballers in here doing. Fam, let us conduct this business, business. with this shady-ass business nigga, Blue, who we going to kill next season. Like, let us talk to this nigga. How can we talk to my wife? What the fuck you doing in here? Fam, yeah, you all <laughs> coming in there trying to cuddle. Nigga, I'm handling business, dog. It's like, but, you, like, it's like if your wife came to your job while you working... Mm-hmm. And went and meeting with your boss like, hey boo, what we doing today? Like, like get the come hell on, in business. This, this ain't the time for that. <laughs> um, but Lil Murder apologized to that nigga, and then Uncle Clifford told him, "Yo, I've been me my whole life. 
That's why I understand why you acted the way you did. Because it's hard to be this and to accept who you are and shine. Because he was like, I'm a bright light. It's hard to step into that light and be real with yourself. And that nigga Lil Murder said some real, he, he said it for the first time. He said, yo, the niggas I fuck with, they like me. They all pass. We all out here passing. And I said, woo. Woo. Y'all, this was some dialogue right here, Katori. I appreciated this convo. Um, and then the nigga, they got to joking. They lighthearted it. The nigga Uncle Clifford called him Cisco because his hair was blonde. Little murder pretended he ain't know who Cisco was. They had a moment. So then later, when he dressing up in Uncle Clifford clothes and he got Thong Song on in the back. Who was dressed up in Uncle Clifford clothes? Little murder. Oh, I was asleep. <laughs> so he, he had on like, he was playing Thong. So Uncle Clifford was in the shower crying about his grandma. If she got picked up by the ambulance. Because... Um, I, I, I guess I missed a little bit more. Okay, okay. So let me. You saw the part when they was at the river. Yeah. Okay. So when they took her from the river, they called the ambulance. They took her home, called the ambulance. He told her to say goodbye. Yep, yep. And I, yo, when he told her, say goodbye, Clifford. That he delivered the fuck out of that line, dog. Yeah, because one, she may be coming back. Yeah. But you can't go to the hospital. This is the, this is COVID. And that, like salute like, to Loretta Divine too, because she was her first fucking words in that scene was, "I can't go. I don't want to die alone." Because that's what was happening to people, dog. Motherfuckers was dying by they lonesome. I'll never forget. My grandma died a couple days after, uh, or maybe about five days after Easter. And I remember when my aunt talked to her, um, like Easter, because we all had a family Zoom. And my, my grandma couldn't get on Zoom. Um, that wasn't her. You know what I'm saying? She was in a nursing home. She ain't got no computer, no laptop to get on Zoom or nothing. But... My aunt and them went to go see her. They was talking to her through the window because this was deep quarantine. You couldn't go in there. And um, she was on the first floor. They talked to her through the window. And my aunt was just saying, like, Grandma just real lonely. She just sad. Because you in this nursing home, but you can't talk to nobody now because of COVID. Can't come out your room. Everybody's locked away. What's so crazy is the nursing homes where all that shit got mm -hmm. really active. It got really fucking active. And uh, I remember they, they called. They said, um... Somebody had contracted it, and I think, like, a nurse was, like, the first person who they said had contracted it, and it was somebody who had been on shift, and they was like, so now we running tests, but this is back when tests weren't widely available, so they said, we got X amount of tests, your family member is going to be one of the people we test, because we've noticed, like, a change in her behavior over the last week, she's been a little more, you know, less energetic, all this shit, whatever, whatever, so they tested her, told her she was positive, she died a couple days later, but so I felt Uncle Clifford in that scene when they took his grandma off. Cause back then, early COVID, you really ain't know if you went to the hospital. Nigga, that's what had me scared when I went to the hospital. Cause you go in that motherfucker and you in a room by yourself for the next two weeks and you don't know if you coming home, nigga. You just don't, bro. Like, nigga, I was in the emergency room they had me in for about 30 plus hours, nigga, in the dark. Cause there wasn't even no windows in there. That ain't your room room, nigga. You in emergency. I'm just in that bitch in the dark. No food, no water, nobody walking by, nigga. And because I got COVID, ain't nobody in there. They ain't fucking with me till it's time to move me to a room. COVID wing. You go to the COVID wing, more fucking solitude. Niggas come out in the white Star Trek, Star Wars suit Fam, and shit. Yo, I, I told motherfuckers how traumatic this shit was. Like, the only interaction you get is motherfuckers coming in your room in hazmat suits. Like, doctors... Nurses, they walking in there, they coming to bring your breakfast, whatever the fuck, and they got on a hazmat. You feeling like, damn, what the fuck do I got? Nigga, <laughs> like, y'all ain't even got the regular scrubs. I don't even see a scrub. You walking in this bitch 
pure fucking ready for the damn apocalypse, dog. Like, that shit just fell wild, and it fucks with your mental. So, shout out to Loretta Levine, uh, Divine, Uncle Clifford, Lil Murder. They pulled off that scene. Then, they showed Uncle Clifford, this is what you missed. They showed Clifford in the shower crying. Because, yo, you worried about your grandma. She might not make it. It's the fucking matriarch of your family, as far as we know, the last living member. She might not make it. So he crying. And when he came out the shower, he walked back in his room and Lil Murder, he ain't have on like a fit. He had on like one of Clifford like shawls or something, like a first shawl, and was dancing the thong song in the room, just like playing around bopping because the nigga said he ain't know who Cisco was earlier. And they had like this really dope, like kind of fun, joyous moment, dog. And then <laughs> nigga, the, the moment went from like jovial and cute and light to all right let's fuck and it was like god damn dog like and i would have this same issue if this was a male and woman care i don't need everything sexualized bro like i just don't people have normal regular relationships yo i'm dealing with some trauma you dealing with some trauma maybe we just lay up and laugh i get that but they have already been sexually yeah, yeah, they have made sexual contact already. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this ain't. I I get that, but I'm saying like in this moment, when he come into the room and they laughing and dancing to the thong song. Oh, and Lil Murder, he was doing some other shit. This nigga was like doing a little Vogue dance and shit. He was like, Clifford, show me how you do it. And Clifford was like, Nigga, I don't do that. Like that, it was fun, dog. And it was just like, I don't know. I, I be feeling like the same way. You ever had a girl tell, tell you, you like what, this episode? Oh, why wait till we get to the shot? You ever had a, had a girl tell you, or even just say this in general, not necessarily directly to you, where they be like, the nigga was cool, but then he started talking about sex too fast. Right. That's what this moment felt like to me. It's what the moment with Murder and Big Teak felt like. Like, dog, we was having a cool, very real moment, dog, and then y'all just sexed it out, and it was like, oh, man, that kind of... Which is the reason I'll never bring it up first. Come on, man. You can't. Because what if I fuck this moment up? And I feel like that's what they did with this scene. They fucked the moment up, man. And then uh, the scene, whatever, it was long in general. Like any sex scene pause. that's over three minutes, pack, facts, pause facts. Um, any sex scene that's three minutes long on a TV show is long as, like, relax. This some, shit was for real three minutes, dog. Some sex be three minutes. <laughs> facts. No, Jay. Now you pot. <laughs> now you pot. That's funny. <laughs> but um, no, it, it was just because it was it was funny. I'm sitting there, we watching this shit, me and Shorty, and she was like, "That was the whole encounter. It wasn't." It? <laughs> damn, Shorty was like, "Damn, they still fucking." I was like, "Bruh, this shit is." You know, move TV time move like every minute is four fam, minutes, fam. Well, they, these niggas had a twelve minute uh, screen time in that case, dog. But all that said, man, I don't really. Care. The scene was what it was. Do y'all? I did not need that commentary from Lil Murder though, dog. Lil Murder said some wild shit at the end, and that that was the the cream pot voice note that we got from uh, AJ was specifically to what Lil Murder said at the end, and I ain't need it. I think Lil Murder, who wrote this? I need to know which writer specifically wrote. I think Lil Murder said, "Fill me up, nigga." I was like, "Fam, like the car." Like the nigga, that's me pulling up to a gas station in Jersey. Nigga. Uh, I was like, bro, y'all will ruin a fucking moment. <laughs> Yo, salute to uh, <laughs> salute to one of my homegirls. <laughs> she said, she said, told you to fill her up. <laughs> no, no, not at all. She was like, yo, she was like, I actually didn't mind the scene at all. But she was like, when Lil Murder said that shit, <laughs> quote her. 
She said, nigga, I just got soft. <laughs> she was like, that killed the whole shit for her, dog. Dried her up. She was like, I got soft. I said, well, yeah, that'd happen, man. But, yo, that said, man, I oh, one thing that did happen significantly with that scene that I did want to bring up real quick before we wrap up. Uncle Clifford, when Lil Murder told Cliff he wanted him to be the top, Uncle Clifford grabbed some rubbers, and Murder told that nigga, you don't need that. And Clifford said, nigga, is you good? And he was like, yeah, I'm good. He was like, no, I mean negative good. Like, are you good, nigga? And Lil Murder was like, I'm straight. And it was like, uh was Teak hey, And then I, I thought about it. I was like, he did have a rubber with Teak, but you just don't know. You just don't know, man. And I, uh, Lil Murder don't strike me as a nigga that went to get a checkup. Fam, Lil Murder been on tour for the last three weeks. And then when he came home, his man killed himself and he been on Clifford couch since. In the same. He, he ain't well, been to even, the doctor, bro. I, I guess they tried to like, Insinuate that he had on the same clothes this whole time, but like they didn't have blood on him, so he yeah. clearly didn't have the same clothes. On and him. then yeah, it was a scene where um Clifford said, "Lil Murder was like, where you going?" And Clifford was like, "Go get you some. I'm about to, to go get you some more clothes to wear because it looked like you're gonna be staying here another night." So I'm imagining that maybe this wasn't exactly the motherfucking shit he had on, but you've been there for a few days already. So all that to say, I don't think you've been in the doctor recently. And I feel like that's going to come back up. It's COVID. Nobody been to the doctor facts. Cause you couldn't go to the doctor. Cause it was funny. Um, the scene at the river where they got uh grandma, when, when she started tripping, tripping and they was like, all right, we got to get her back home. I was like, nigga, y'all got to get her to the hospital. Yeah, her, but then her fingertips is blue. They took her home and called the ambulance. Cause that's not COVID. Yeah. That's whatever else no, she got. Going that's on. death at that point. When your fingertips is blue, nigga in the middle of a Mississippi summer, it's time to go ahead to glory. But, uh, all in all, man, the episode for me, it just felt a bit disjointed. If anything, um, I felt like there were some conversations they really could have, had like in a, a way better way than they delivered, man. Like the shit with um Autumn or Haley and Keyshawn. Like when Haley went over to her crib, that was not a good scene to me, dog. That was bad. Like, this shit just not that good. Man, man. We only got a few weeks left of it, man. And then we can go. Yo, the fact they let the shy come back and be better. In real life No in real life I've been enjoying the shy Fam I've been enjoying The fuck out the shy man We gonna talk about The shy is not without issue But It's the same They had they dropped the same episode By the way I mean A little pregnancy here and there And the little, The Clifford and Yeah nah And murder was Little GBTQ Was also uh, Keisha And like mm-hmm. This was the same episode the yeah, laughter man. and the joking, the, yeah, like, it was the man. same episode. The shot just pulled it off better. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, so we're gonna get to the shy and uh, Flatbush misdemeanors on the next episode. Let us know what y'all thought about this week's episode of P Valley. Let y'all let us know what y'all thought about this pod. Follow us at This Week in Culture on everything. Hit us up This Week in Culture Pod at gmail.com on the socials. Until next week, I'm Ant Wood. That's Jay Johnson. Episode two fifty one. We out.